with steak oh oh grim steak here joined by the master james 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 <laughs> cruz he is james cruz i am james cruz yes and uh on tonight's wonderful episode we talked with uh trisha gelder she is a numerologist and she does tarot and uh she's just she's british so that's kind of cool okay <laughs> it's from texas yeah dude we had a good time and uh jerry and nish from the wonderful nox mente show joined us so it was just like a five-way roundtable madness fun just a great show you know we yeah uh, it was very very interesting uh, it was like topic or like subject topic uh Mm -hmm. lifestyle like everything dude it's it's freaking gnarly man like pretty freaking gnarly yeah it's good stuff. Gnarly. <laughs> yes. With that hard G. Yeah, oh. bro. Oh. Dropping so, yeah. in. Dropping in. That's what we do. Yeah. But yeah, Dropping man, it was in. a blast. It's a great chat. Trisha did some uh some charts for us. Well, she first got us our life path and then she actually did what she does these as a service, but she made these awesome charts showing like dude, there's so much information. So what we're gonna do is have her on Maybe do just like a short little show with her. Uh, it might be our next one, actually. Might be a little bonus. Meet up with her this weekend. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool, I think. And have to, her to uh, get the results. Yeah, yeah, because she sent them, man. But there's so much information. And like Dude. from what she was telling, like, I don't know. But there's uh, there's some cool stuff. And we'll have her break them down on the show. And then, yeah, because like, well, even when we were talking, I'm like, I, you know, it's just a subject that I haven't dove into completely, but I like super interesting. And, yeah, man. Um, yeah, and just like, like what does it all mean and then now we have the charts and the, the charts. data <laughs> yeah. and uh which hey, i mean we yeah, gotta it's, figure it's, out what it all means <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it's it's all new avians new wavy i keep saying new wavy instead new, of new, new age like some <laughs> some new wave band in the 80s or something <laughs> it's from out of this world it's a different uh Dude, it totally is oh man uh, but yeah it was a great chat and nah, Trisha, the connections been, we make with people you know it's it, it, it's, it's, it's been great it's yeah. been great it's another one you know she's in the discord chats she hangs out i mean it's just you guys need to come hang out with us 
hang out in the Discord. Yeah, totally, chats. man. I mean, we have I yeah, I recent well, Grim's got it pin uh pin on his Twitter, uh mm-hmm. Grimsteak or it's like Gromsteak. At Gromsteak, somebody took Grimsteak yeah. for some reason. <laughs> yeah. So I you know, I was like, damn, I I should just make one too. So I I made I made I made a link like if on Twitter, you and you could just go to cruising at cruising with steak and then there's a link to the Discord. It's a forever link for everybody come hang forever with us yeah come hang forever you don't even gotta say anything you just lurk for a little bit get the feel be like wow these guys are fucked up i'm probably gonna unsubscribe from their podcast now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think everyone in there doesn't even listen to the podcast really dude right it's insane insane. and there's about 50 people in there and like yeah it's it's been a good ride, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some, sure. there's some, uh, some, some fun, cool people in there. You know, we got, we got Grimerica boys in there, Darren and Graham. We got uh, uh, Eric Arneson from uh, My Alchemical Bromance, Reverend Eric. We got Jerry, you know, the crew. We got, uh, totally, man. We, we got we a, a culture from Ryan Peverly lurks in there in incognito yeah. mode, so you never know when he's online, but he'll just randomly comment. <laughs> totally, we got Taylor, man. He was just on with us. He yes, was, he was, uh, aka uh, Jack Alden. Yes, and, uh, yes, he was just on with Micah Hanks, man. Dude, that was a great. That was probably one of my favorite shows dude yeah, dude i went back and listened yeah. and it was good i, so I rarely good. go back and listen to the shows but sometimes uh-huh. sometimes i'm like no that was good yeah. i gotta give that i mean another. dude it was a topic like sandwich it was insane well dude because micah <laughs> micah is such a pro man he just grips it and rips it that's what he does I, totally <laughs> i just love love the grayling report everyone check that out man middle Mike theory Hanks.com. middle theory is a beautiful thing Get your, yeah. get your, you got Sean, Sean, Shameless, Kilgard, dude. These guys have been here from the beginning. Guess who started yep. this thing? Well, uh, we did. No, who who started the Discord? Oh, uh, failed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, failed. man, failed's been here since day one. <laughs> Jock, yeah, Jock, crap. Yeah. yeah, I love giving that dude a hug. He's a big dude, and I love that guy, man. He's got a big heart. He's it's badass. Small weird yeah we he got just, uh nomad says, nomad ninja nomad, the ninja nomad he's, he's there, been on he's been on a lot of shows he was DM he sat Master, in with uh, yeah, the dungeons and dragons we play yeah dude him. he's uh we got uh beyond the strange dave dude dave cruz dave brother cruz. from another mother my my longtime friend dude uh in, great inspiration like he was with like like back in the day i was like never yeah i was like i'm just gonna call in dude you know like sure <laughs> enough yeah start talking with these guys like three Dave years Cruz. three and a half years ago we had joe roop joe roop, joe roop lighting the void yes he, he, he all these guys up. hang out man they all talk we all interact it's uh, like a little podcast all, meeting and then there's a bunch of chicks in there <laughs> yeah we actually got chicks in ours dude a lot of it's <laughs> sausage fest for sure that's what i always say i'm like i do this for the ladies dude no doubt. <laughs> Come and hang out, man. The more the merrier, dude. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that guy. We got that guy, dude. Holy shit. He's CIA operative. Yeah, he hangs out in there. Uh Laser Pig he hangs out, man. He lives right by me. Like, what the fuck? Where are the odds, dude? Yeah, right. <laughs> dude, that's yeah, same with uh we, we same met. With- we yeah, we met for the first time in Oregon. <laughs> Yeah, it's that. crazy yeah, you guys meet across the country but you live right next to each other yeah, dude totally. that's uh beastrut beastrut lives like probably half hour away from me although he's been <laughs> a little insane. inactive lately yeah dude he's up in yeah, south freaking, bend uh leonidas dude yeah dude like, leo's uh, just probably ones. three four hours from me yeah. yeah 
yeah, we will try to meet up with him soon, dude. Maybe do some really cool stuff with them, possibly. Yeah. He's got a little crew going on, too. He's a filmmaker. He's a knowledge junkie, dude. He's got some amazing stories. Try to get him on a little bit more. He's haunted up. by He's, ghosts. Yes. Yeah. Freaking <laughs> um, just a lot of the guys. The guys migrate from different chats. Like nope. this Discord thing's taken off pretty good, even though it's been around forever. And then, of course, we works. have. Yeah. Yeah, of it course. works really good. You know? And of course, we have the uh, lovely conspiracy mother, Suzanne, who's been here since day yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Suzanne. Uh, Jesus, man. I don't even. Oh, freaking Felix, dude. Felix is in there all the time. Yep. The He's Jingle just throwing King. out good vibes. He drops in and throws out good vibes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, John Brisson. He hangs out in there. Totally. Yeah. Adam. Adam Loyal. Mm-hmm. Hang out. Uh, Come hang out. Talam from and there's a bunch uh, of bots in there and we can yeah. toss around cool shit like uh we, we were just throwing out yeah, lyrics have... you tell it to say it sing a song and it throws out the lyrics to the song you we got a memes channel we got every freaking yeah, dude, we got porno we got porno in there if you want it nsw <laughs> channel yeah nsw uh, not safe work <laughs> yes exactly like not safe work <laughs> That's what happens to me. I'm a not safe work guy. I mean, I just, dude, I was last week I was working and then freaking a, a steel tub fell on my foot. And it's a little sore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm always getting jacked from freaking some problem. Jack it up, jack it up, jack it up. Jack, just jacking off, man, is insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we got no emails, we got no donations. So if Aww. you guys want to help us out, that'd be pretty rad. Dude, I, yeah, I know. Pretty rad. It'd be cool. <laughs> it'd be cool. You know, this podcast cool, and stuff costs man. money. I mean, it. it's not, it, I mean, it, it would be, it's needed always, but uh, would, I mean, we do have that at grimstake.com. There's a uh, donate, uh, donate page on there. And, you know, you can find the chat room link on there also. It's on the Man, website. It's just a PayPal link, dude. It, it'd be yeah. amazing if anyone wants to help out. A little value sweet. for value action. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of all we're doing. And we'll give you uh, endless love. Endless yeah, love on the yeah. podcast. We'll hook you up, man. I'll, I'll sing you a song. I'll do anything for you. James Cruz will sing whatever a song. Want. He'll do it. Yeah, man. Just put a, put a, whatever you want in, in the Dude, we need uh, to get that Patreon set up. That would be awesome. We should yeah, do, do that, that at some point. <laughs> yeah, we've been procrastinating. I know. I've been working on a website. I've been working on 20 different things. Everything, man. It's yeah. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then playing. Yeah, I don't know. We're just having fun, dude. That's what we Maybe do, man. Episode 50. 50 shows. Episode 50. We love it. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I got nothing everybody. else, though, man. Yeah. It's, nothing, we'll, we'll, nothing. We'll, you want to wrap this bitch up and then just let them enjoy the awesome talk? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we're going to do a shit show soon because we need to get some good rants and raves and segments coming out soon. Yeah, so, I think that, I mean, yeah. that's when you get everyone involved. It's pretty uh-huh. fun. Uh, you know, yeah. if you well, check back in our, in our, uh, in our, uh, the, I guess, what do you say? The, in back the catalog, and, the back catalog. Back catalog. Yes. Yeah, I need words. Words. Yeah, words are hard, man. That's make, why we're think, a great yeah, team. I'm gonna think, I'm gonna, I think I want to do like a words segment, like just, <laughs> just a James Cruz's vocabulary. Come up with practice, words, yeah. you know, just like, what does it all mean? Like, what's the meaning? Like, where did it came? Or maybe phrases and shit. Oh, yeah. Little etymology. Yeah. Is that what that is? Totally. Origin. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like uh, it. So, yeah. Uh, words. 
like, rate, rate us on iTunes, subscribe, yeah, uh, donate, I, yeah. love, <laughs> like. Yeah, like, uh, a click, like, <laughs> uh, rate, share, Sub- subscribe. <laughs> yep. And enjoy this awesome talk with oh, Trisha yeah. and you. Jerry and Nish. Goodbye, guys. No better time welcome to start now. To welcome, stake. welcome to the show, cruising with steak. Uh, Thank you. Tonight guys. Thank we you have for yeah, Trisha. Welcome. You do. Uh, you're going to teach us how to numerology because <laughs> <laughs> I'm working yeah. on a jingle. I'll have it soon. Give me them digits. <laughs> Give me them digits. I'm going to teach it. Yes. We're also joined by the one and only Jerry Cthulhu, and uh, hello everybody. Sweetness. She pops in every now and then. This is hello, hello, post, hello. post Horace uh, Swapcast. Yes, from the wonderful yes. podcast. And since I didn't get Trish on the, the Nox Mente, I had to have a piece of her here. Mm. <laughs> That's what we do. We'll share pieces of our guests all day. <laughs> We're a big, giant poly family. <laughs> so, I like it. Oh, dear. Now, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it was awesome meeting you a little while back, and it's awesome to have you on, no doubt about it. And, Thank uh, you. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm such a uh, a, a virgin to all this stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I, me yeah, too. The cards, everything like that. So uh, tread lightly with me. Hold, opening a whole new world. No, man. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to begin. Where do I begin? Um, when did what, like when did you get into this? Like, how, it's always been something that's always been like you know gr- you gravitated towards, or you always feel something like what is this you know like well I was always interested in astrology um not so much numerology when I was younger more astrology um the tarot things like that it was always just a hobby it wasn't even a hobby it was just an interest you know um but I was always interested in the hidden and the like I say (laughs) before about the the gypsy caravan like went to see the crystal ball and things like that which i know a lot of them can be like scammers or whatever i don't know how good some of them are but it was just i had no intention of ever doing anything like this as a profession um like i went in the military for 11 years and um i'd left and um i I actually went for reading myself I, i had a few readings over the years but not many and because um, you have to be careful, you get a bit addicted. Some people get addicted and they go for too many and it's not healthy. Um, so I was watching TV one day and I came across, I'd never seen this channel before on Sky when we had Sky and it was Psychic Today and this lady called Katie Keeley was on and I just felt an instant draw to her. I was like, I've got to, I couldn't get through to her on the phone. So I found her private website and um, was caught in text. I was trying to pay for a reading and it wouldn't go through. It kept rejecting it. So I texted her and I said, you know, it's just not going through. And she just she said, right, call me tomorrow at this time. 
and she says, I don't want payment. You're meant to have a reading for whatever reason. It's it's not going through. And she, so I was going to have a reading and she started off and she said, and I'd just broken up with my partner and I was a little bit upset because of things that he'd done. And it wasn't my son's father, it was someone else. And um, she just said, forget about your love life. She says, you should be doing what I'm doing. You're meant to do what I'm doing. I don't know where she got that from. And it turns out she's a life path nine, the same as me. She lives, we live in a seaside town. She lives in opposite end of the country, but like a mirror image. It's like Blackpool is like a big sort of, uh, you've probably heard of it, maybe. Well, well, it sounds like you're from Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So have you been been British your whole life, Tricia? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, when did you become British? Yeah, when did you decide to make the change and become British? This is coming from across the pond, man. Have I taken on a Texan accent? So, she just said, Yeah, you should be doing what I'm doing. And she said, Have you got a deck of cards with you? Tarot, you know, got them here, my tarot cards. And I actually had just bought some out of curiosity. Like, I've seen people doing tarot readings and I was thinking, hang on a minute. And this sounds going to sound really egotistical, but it didn't, I didn't mean it that way. I was like, I could do this. Like, I don't know where that came from, but something was, so I bought my first pack of tarot cards when I was 36. Mm-hmm. And she goes, okay, get your cards out. You can do a reading for me. And I was like, what? <laughs> Bearing in mind, this lady worked in TV for years. She'd been doing it for decades and I was like, you want me to do a reading for you right now? Like, I don't know. And and she got me to do a reading. She said it was spot on. Wow. That's pretty and awesome. I, yeah, it was a bit wild. And I was like, oh, I was very nervous though. Because like, if I get this wrong, I'm going to look really stupid. And How did you know she wasn't lying? Well, I didn't. But I did go on to work with her. So I got to know her very well. Became quite good friends. Did you find that that reading was accurate over time? Yeah. Mm. because what I picked up was, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. She was like saying, what are you seeing in the card? The four of pentacles. I always remember that was one of the cards that came out and she was saying, and she was showing me how to read cards intuitively. So she was sort of teaching me. Sure. I, I, I got the impression from the story that it was, uh, that you were unsure of yourself and you gave a read. Well, I'd never even learned the tarot. I just literally bought a deck. I was like right. someone. That's what like, I was going to ask. Like how was not even knowing like what tarot was or anything, you know, all of a sudden. You don't, you well, don't really need to though. That's yeah. Yeah. Like I had, I mean, I mean, I, now I kind of know a little bit about it, but like, um, take, take us kind of like through how you, like you, you're talking about life path is like, is all this stuff, is there like steps involved with learning how to do, how to, how to, uh, what with the tarot I mean, or read the cards and stuff. Yeah. Like with numerous, uh, well, with the tarot, I did buy a book and I sort of learned, and I think you're still learning. Um, yeah. I learned the basic- what, what book was it, Trish? Your oh, first I book? I can't remember, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't remember. I just bought a book um, that was drawn to learn the basics. But then my friend Katie said to me, the, throw away the books. The best thing you can do is learn them intuitively. And she says to put your hand over the card. Hmm. take a deep breath in and out remove your hand and what jumps out 3d is what's trying to get your attention your intuition has been drawn to that 
that's a good slow way to learn. Obviously, okay. when you're doing fast, you know. I don't know. I just read them like, a, and I don't really do spreads like most people will do a, a Celtic cross or whatever spread. But I've never really used spreads. I just read them like a story. Yeah, I, I like to do that as well. It's a great way to go. Yeah, they they're okay. kind of like a sentence each card in a weird way, or a, a word in a sentence. Is is there different like when you when you say tarot cards? Like I know people are always like, yeah, check this deck out, check this one. Check, like, are they all? Is it like a cross platform? It's just different styles or the way they're presented. Like, uh, you know, like, like you're talking about being intuitive over. I, I don't know what do you, what would you call it? is it symbolism is it characters on a card like what it, what what do the cards represent themselves like I'm telling you I'm new I'm no new. that's okay like say for example like the sun card that we pulled earlier yeah. I might read that card and the thing that will jump out to me is that's the number nineteen okay all it might mean for me is that date might be significant or the number nineteen. Like, because some people want timings, which some people won't give timings. And then if it really jumps out of me, it could just be the sunflowers in the background. It might not be the rest of the card. It's like, and I might read that card for you and James, and not James and Steve and read, it'll have a different message for both of you, maybe. Right. Yeah. Like, I know you talk about that. Yeah. I guess what I'm, maybe what I'm trying to think of too, is like you said, that that sun card so like if you in like like the next card you have or whatever what like what just 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 for fun like what's your next card just sitting there like what is like it was the ten of wands yeah so like when you say those uh, is that i don't know how to say this like in every set of somebody's tarot cards like if i bought a set of tarot cards where there'll be would there be a ten of wands in it or yeah whatever? like a proper tarot deck will be you have the 22 mate mod uh, get my words out yeah how many cards mate, are there? <laughs> the 78 in a proper tarot deck some people started to play with it now and they they call it tarot but they put less in so then the 78 cards 22 are the ma- major arcana so they start from the full going right through to the um, world card and that's like a journey oh okay. each card it's like it's like a journey through the major arcana and then you've got the suits, you've got the cups, which is emotions, and you'll have one to ten. Then you have swords, which is like intellect, the mind, um, just a snippet. That'll be one to ten. And then you have the wands, which is like the fire, action. Um, you know, you think of fire signs like Leo, Aries, Sagittarius, but it's an action card or expansion that'll be through one to ten and then you've got what i've forgotten pentacles so pentacles will represent like money earthly side of um life grounding things like that it's very often about money and work okay that helps me out a lot now i now <laughs> I can move forward yeah the cups is usually about emotions and love and you know but it just depends on the question depends on how they come out what they come so there's so many variations you know of what cards might come out together and what that message would would give but ones if you think are always about new beginnings or starting afresh like an offering so when numerology comes i like mix the two like ones are about new beginnings and your twos is like partnerships 
that goes alongside with the numerology as well. Mm-hmm. How do you, uh, you mentioned like a, your life path nine. How did, yeah. how do you, how do you figure these life paths out or what does that, what is, what is, what is this life path? <laughs> so your life path, because you're a number, if I'm like, you mind me saying what yours is? I'll go for it. So you're a nine as well. We worked out you're a thick, I said 36, nine before you, you always round it down to a single digit. So before it gets to a nine, you're a 36, mm-hmm. which is the same as I am. And then if you think, well, I forget that. I really didn't know this. The three and the six, three, six, and nine are the most creative. So you've got all three numbers sort of in that, in your right. three, six, nine, you know, you've got all the elements of that. Whereas somebody else might be a 27, nine. They're often more the psychic, like Gandhi was, I think he was a 27.9. Mother Teresa was um, a life path nine, people like that. A lot of artists, but the way you work it out is you just get your full date of birth, add every digit up and reduce it to a single number. Unless you have an 11, a 22, a 33 or a 44. They're the master numbers. Ah. Those, re- those can be looked at both ways, reduced and not reduced, right? So an 11 is a 2, yeah. Yeah. 11 is also a 2 because 1 plus 1 is 2. Yeah, because if somebody doesn't raise their vibration high enough, they come with more responsibility. You've come to do, in theory, your life path is not necessarily what you're doing, but the path you'll be pushed onto if you're not on it. So nines were the humanitarians of the world, the spiritual teachers. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see, uh, what, Grim, Grim's a nine? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, but I was 36 before I... <laughs> We're and, fucked. And they say if you're a 36, nine, my cast again, there'll be a turning point when you're 36, and that's when I went professional doing this, was when I went self-employed. That's when the yeah. podcast is going to blow up, James. Three years. Oh, that's awesome, Trish. Justin, three years, dude? Three years, dude. <laughs> also adds up to 18, which reduces to a nine. Always reduces back to a nine, yeah. But I didn't plan, right, okay, when I get to 36, I'm going to do it. It was, it was a chain of events where some things that I weren't happy about um, to do with family, and I felt really bad at the time. But now if they hadn't have pushed me out, I may not have gone on my own path. I love how it works. Are you, I thought, did I hear you guys say this earlier that all of you are nines in here? Not in here, but the other night when we were. Oh yeah, there was. Everybody was a nine. Yeah, failed as a nine. Who else? Yeah, there's somebody else as a nine. Failed. So what you do it. Okay, well, let's do mine. So I was. uh, I remember what yours is, but we'll we'll work out. Okay. Yeah. Well, for the listener, I guess. Yeah, for the listeners. So what is it? You go by your. uh, Your birth date. Birth date, uh, 22578. Yeah. Say so that again. Sorry, because after I had it up in my head, I haven't got a pen in front of me. Oh, well, I'm, well, I'm, me and Jerry are, are Pisces. 22. Yeah. So he's a 22. <laughs> 225 is, is nine, right? In 1978. Oh, I didn't. Do I'm 225. I thought it was a life path one. It's a 23. He's a five. Oh, is it? Oh. Why did I think James was a one? Let's see. Two. I'm a one. Two twenty-five seventy-eight. Yeah, February twenty-fifth. Nineteen seventy-eight is fifteen. Is twenty-five plus seven is thirty-two plus one is thirty-three. So six. Is that right? 
Oh, hold on a minute. Let me get a pen. It... <laughs> and I'm the one with the brain injury. It's so hilarious. <laughs> nah, we're just all so high. You get the calculator. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll let you guys math it. 78 of 15 and a 10. It's 25. This is a pop quiz. I wasn't ready for this. Slow down a minute. Say that again. Eight. He's an eight. You've got through every number. Say you don't have a gun, James. <laughs> 2278. 25th of February 1978. I was thinking you were there that night when everybody was a one. That's why I'd remember thought you were one. I'm number one in the Grim State. Yeah, you are. You'll always be number one, James. <laughs> Aww. Number one. Oh, Frodo man. and Sam. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I get him down as a, tw- a seven. <laughs> so I don't know what maths you're doing. Oh, Lord. We need someone to check the math here. <laughs> Jerry's got two, two twenty-two. I'm an, I don't even know. I, yeah, 20, apparently 25 I'm, is 1978. I'm the or something. <laughs> 25 and two is, is nine. 25 is a seven. No, plus hold two. on. Two. Two twenty-two. Two. Plus five, plus two, plus one, plus nine, plus seven, plus eight. Is. Nine, ten, seventeen, eight. Whoever emails us with the four. answer. <laughs> Whoever emails us. Makes thirty-four. Three and four makes seven. Seven. You just said five. No, I said twenty-five. <laughs> oh. Two plus five makes seven. I just so I'm took, a life. Path so your life path seven, seven James. You're a yeah. seven, like Jerry and Suzanne. Oh, okay. You can't have been there that night then when I worked out. I thought you were still there when there was a group of guys and we worked out, and three of them were all life path ones, and I I just assumed you were one of them. But I got that wrong. Oh. Because you were there that night, but I couldn't remember if you were there after. Yeah, I, mean, I, I remember some conversations about about all of it and i i assumed i just was whatever jerry was for some reason you are <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, so, yeah. all right <laughs> apparently so we're sevens seven, dude you're cool That's what I'm. so when you're oh you're past that so what is that significant to like the the seven truth seekers so you're seekers of the truth that no one sense. will ever really know james cruz because you will have a v- invisible veil they'll never know the full you Imagine that, right? Yeah. Like the predator. They can't really see you, but you can see them. It's like I'm not James Cruz. I know, dude. It's like some dude named Brent. <laughs> Who would know? I don't know. So sevens are the seekers of the truth. They like to know what's hidden, like in the occult. They can be great computer hackers. Mm. Um, dude, he's amazing. Technical. James used to be called uh, Captain Crunch back in the 90s. He was hacking into everything. Ah, there you go. Now it comes out. <laughs> no, none of this is true. I'm sorry. That went too far. Very psychic, very psychic life path number. You've got a seven birthday as well. She's born on the 25th. You, you'll be very, actually probably very psychic because you've got a seven birthday, a seven life path and a nine attitude number. Which is my life path number. And seven seven nine used to be my phone number. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll do your full chart for you sometime, James, I, if you, you want to add me uh, to I would love to. Yeah. Sometimes really I feel 
sometimes I feel me and James have a psychic connection. Like we'll be sitting in Zoom. We'll be yes. sitting bef- well, like I'll be sitting in Zoom with a couple other people before James is there, and I'll be like, "Man, where's James Cruz at?" And the second I say it, you'll send me a text, like like yep. immediately. It's dude, it's weird. It's weird stuff that happens. I, I find sevens and nines, and plus he's got a nine attitude number. Often, if you're good friends, you can have a really psychic connection. Oh, I think we do. <laughs> I, I I feel you, bro. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I, you, I think that's why this works so good. It's always worked right from day one. But you guys uh, both have that <laughs> sexual relationship too, which are yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean, that's that's there too, of course. It all started with it all started with a high high speed high five that hasn't happened yet, but it, in my head it had. <laughs> also, I know we're just talking about sometimes. James is the Pisces. Steve is Cancer. It's water sign again. They've got that intuitive. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just swimming. Um, Sparks are flying, dude. You know, so you're in a personal good. year 11 now, James, in a global year 11. So this is big year to do the inner work for you. Oh, oh the inner yeah. work. Well, then, yeah, I should get with you and then we'll, uh, we'll work some shit out. <laughs> you need to do the inner work and it's like your yeah. intuition can be really heightened in this. Yeah. And it was funny that stuff started falling off the shelf behind you. <laughs> yeah, that was I don't weird. Know, that was just a random uh, thing, but that was kind of odd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, it's akin to Scorpio number seven. So it's very, like, like I say, psychic. On the weak side of a seven, you don't come across this, but this may be the the veil that sevens can be quite. Yeah, you don't want to get on the wrong side of a seven if they're on. If they, if you haven't found your faith in life, and I don't mean religion, mm-hmm. but you probably found it by what you're doing with the podcast and everything. Sevens can feel very miserable and cynical, and like they don't know where they fit in if they haven't found that thing. Oh, believe me, I I need to be doing this, or I would be on the opposite side of it right now, no doubt about it. You I were, you were, I, I, I was dude. I totally like ejected from this whole paradigm and cause I was fed up with it. It was going nowhere. And then I don't know. I, yeah. Random. Yeah. Like, well, we told the story a million times, but yeah, I mean, I just, thank God Darren freaking threw out the thing in the, on Twitter one day. And here we are, man, for sure. I needed it really bad. Darren's from Grimerica. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Darren yeah. from Grimerica put out, the Google Hangout the saga of the Hangout is yeah, it, it was the beginning of all of it, and mm-hmm. and then you're talking about all these yeah, like these path these paths of everybody converging like like a freaking gangbuster. It's even it's happening more and more and more. There, everyone is finding everybody right at the same time. And this year, it will to a fast pace. This year, eleven because it's a big year for spiritual enlightenment. Well, yeah, we're ascending. We're ascending to 5D. the energy wave to upgrade our DNA is coming in? Thank you. (laughs) We can fly and go to Crystalline Planet. Oh, God. I need to go to those Kent Dunn uh, sound bites. Well, what about... Uh, You understand. It's the spiritual, but what if it's um, internally, you know, like this connection with people, right? Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. A lot of people are coming together that these really strong connections, whether it's friendships, whether it's relationships... I'm seeing a lot of people coming together and then they're meeting that ideal partner, but it's on a whole nother level. It's a really spiritual relationship that coming together. I'm seeing a lot of that now. 
Did you did you start numerology before you were 37 or did this all happen with that turn as well? No, it all happened around age 36. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Because I and I started I went self-employed in a year one and but I hadn't worked it out. I didn't sit there and think, right, I'm in year one, I'm gonna go self-employed. But that's yeah. <laughs> my birthday was the June and I went self-employed in the August. I meant to ask right in the beginning, like what get your your I mean I I don't know your, your upbringing, but maybe your parents or your mom or any, nobody was into that kind of shit when you were growing up. Like, well, my mother had an interest. Um, okay. like wow. she, I do remember she bought a numerology book home one day, and I remember flicking through it when I was about sixteen. She was into um, face, Chinese face read, it, she, graphology. She was into it, but I found out my great grandmother, so her grandmother, used to read the tarot. Oh, I didn't wow. know that until my thirties. Wow. Have you seen do you, other photos of her? Um, a few. There's not many. Do, do you resemble her at all? I don't think so, but then I haven't really looked closely enough. How, no, how, how, how far <laughs> does anyone really know how far back it goes? Is it like Kings and Queens style? Like that, the age range of how back to Egyptian times at least. Okay. Okay. Am I right about that? <laughs> what, what does, what goes back? Tarot Tarot. Itself, Wasn't yeah. it in Egyptian times as well? Or am I? Like, came out of France. My... Didn't they just, well, I don't know why I'm thinking. They just found like the oldest deck or something like that. There's a guy named Peter Mark Adams who wrote a book called Game of Saturn, which is about the Tarabuska. Uh, I'm sorry, the Solabuska Tarot, which um, I think was created around the time of the Medici's. So was that 1600s? Wow. I think, yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but. Renaissance, I think, is the general time period. Hmm. And it developed, uh, from what I read, it originally was a card game. That's what I've, I heard that before. Like, predict also like the journey that people like gypsies or yes. travelers, like what they might encounter on their journey. Yeah, because, well, to me, I think the major arcana really represents the hero's journey. Yeah, so, yeah. Man, that I've was, been hearing, there's some synchro. The last <laughs> like three things I've listened to is this whole hero's journey thing. Mm. Like, it's important. It's It's a blueprint that... Yeah, <laughs> is uh, famous in esoteric lore and whatnot. Oh, and I don't yeah. know, if, I don't know if originally, but like a lot of the major arcana have astrological um, tie-ins. Yeah, like the lovers is the Gemini card. I'm a Gemini. The lovers is the Gemini card. But um, I don't know if it was always like that. I've heard some people say that that's been added on later. Um, I know Crowley added it to his deck. Along yeah. with the uh, Hebrew letters for the art. Yeah. Like, you know. And there's a lot of astrological symbols in some decks. Like the death card is supposed to be the Scorpio card, things like that. So you could get the death card and, and be think, you know, maybe looking at a Scorpio person. It just, it, there's so many variations. It's just, but I like to tie in numerology and astrology and, and tarot together. How do you tie them in together? Like just just the different readings or rubber bands. Okay, or, okay, that makes sense. I mean, well, like the numbers, for example, like I might just use the number on a card, and nothing else on that card. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody has a reading, they'll have a numerology reading, but we'll do the tarot as well, and 
and give them like it just it's hard to like I'll, I'll look at a person say if it's a couple we'll look at their full numerology chart but then we use the tarot as well just and and it, it's amazing how it sort of all ties in yeah wow yeah <laughs> i'm uh, just watching james yeah. i saw something about ready to come out <laughs> i'm just uh, fascinated by it mm-hmm. man yeah and and sometimes people ask me like sometimes i don't not so much now but at the beginning i just think am i just making this up as i go along but when people come back and say well yeah this happened and this happened it just gives you know just yeah do you get a lot of pretty uh positive feedback like when you do readings for people yeah have you ever felt that perhaps you were programming them to do that Ooh, it's possible like leading the witness almost kind of i mean it's it's a it could be construed as a form of front loading could be Mm. I'm not suggesting you do. I'm just saying. So, so what you could say about any time. I've right? thought about that. Right, right. I think about that too when I the, get reading. So, the person's looking for said idea or answer. Like, well, say like I will, whether this is right or wrong, but in, in not secret in private, I might look at cards on people because I have questions in my head, and I might think this person is in a certain frame of mind in a good way, but then I'll get all cards telling me that they're in quite a lot of conflict with them themselves. And then it we find out that it's true that when you feel the energy of that person, that they're, they're not, they're coming across as all calm and everything's unkidori, but yeah, there's chaos kind of thing. Makes sense. I have a question. How do you deal with um, when you see something that's unfavorable when you're giving a reading Trish, how do you deal with presenting that information? Hmm. That's like carefully. That's got to be heavy. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes I'll just pick up that their partner's cheating and like, how, Death do, guard. You, oh! <laughs> yeah. how do you tell somebody, unless they are asking, oh, man. that their partner's che- cheating or they're, they're in a love triangle or they're having an affair? And I, I have picked it up before about people. Sometimes I sit on the fence a little bit if I don't feel that person can handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, I mean, it's one of the hardest things, I think. And I, it is, um, I commend you and other readers that are out there in the field because I, I think it's really difficult sometimes because it seems like people really don't want to hear them. They seem like they're open, but they sometimes are just not to that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I remember back to when I was working for Psychic Today, I was with them for about four years. And the reason I left was because it was all about bringing people in just to keep them hooked in, having readings, and that didn't fit right with me. You know, some were coming back every day. Wow. It's not healthy. It's like porn. And I remember, and I'm not going to name names or give anybody, I remember reading for this lady, she was obsessed, she was ringing people up all the time. And I said to her, the man she was asking about is unavailable. Now, I didn't say he was married. I said he's unavailable to have a relationship with her, whether that meant he was married, whether he was emotionally unavailable. I just kept telling her, I just feel he's unavailable. And then she found out later on that he was still married because he just got his wife pregnant. And um, she went absolutely nuts because all these other readers had told her it was 
Polani was into her, blah, blah, blah. And she said, you never told me I was married. And I said, but I told you he was emotionally and physically unavailable. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which and is a, actually exactly the same wording, but nicely. And so yeah. it's, um, I mean, that's a great way to make that. But people who are wanting, they want you to say, no, girl, he's into you. Or, yeah. or sometimes she needed, maybe she needed that blunt, he's married. But she probably wouldn't have heard it, and she would have maybe called another psychic. That's what she did. And she wanted to, what it turns out, and I don't do pregnancy predictions, or very rarely, unless it really hits me. Um, she was just desperate to have a baby, and I think she wanted to have And then when she found out he got his wife pregnant, oh, she just lost it, you know. Oh, my. She was desperate to get him to, get, to give her a baby, I think. Yeah. Wow. So they're not easy situations. Because I feel people really strongly, and when they're angry and upset, I, you know, my heart was racing when she was like talking to me about it. Well, she wasn't she wasn't shouting. She was, but I could feel how angry and upset she was. Oh, I bet. And then, what do you do with that energy? Like when you've had a, a client like that, how do you how do you cleanse yourself? from some, even the good energy, you know, you just get sucked from people though. So how do you actually rejuvenate yourself? Yeah, that's been a big lesson for me because I've learned I'm not protecting myself enough, but I, I'll have like sea salt baths. Exercise is a really good one to keep you, to move the energy out of your body. Um, Meditate, but moving, I find moving energy or having like a sea salt bath or swimming and things like that because it really cleanses your aura. But I find exercise and keeping my body strong, which I need to do more of that, helps protect me. But I'm finding more and more that I'm feeling things more and more, which is a, is not easy. Like tonight, for example, I was in a good mood. My friend's here, Anya, and we'd had such a laugh. And then all of a sudden I got this feeling like I got a stabbing pain in my right shoulder and I just felt this anxiety and I was like, oh no, what am I, what's going on? And then I just found out that half an hour before, which was about the time I was feeling it, that somebody had put a YouTube video out in anger. Oh no. Do you think that that could be part of that 10 of wands you pulled too? Um... I don't know, because I asked for that about the show, but it was just, it it confirmed for me that what I was feeling, because I thought, what am I feeling now? Why am I feeling all almost a bit like panicky? And at that time, that person was in anger, putting a video out there, and I was named on it. That sucks. And YouTube's, I was like, YouTube's well, the devil. there you go. I, I'm not imagining it. Yeah. It's things like that that, I've been learning to understand because I could just be laying in bed at night and boom, I feel something. Picking up on somebody's bad mojo. They're sending it out. Yeah, or it could be positive. <laughs> I don't want to go into too much detail, but I might feel something from somebody and it's not bad. I don't know. Other, guy, other people get this where they know somebody's thinking about them or I get flash images. I'll see a flash image of somebody. And it might be. I, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if I get flash images, but I can 
sometimes I, yeah, I could kind of hone in on like if somebody might be thinking, I don't know if it's like a, like a, like a sixth sense type thing or whatever, or, intuit, yeah. or not intuitive. Um, we would tell you they connect. You see, we're all like, if somebody's sending you energy, whether it's love, whether it's anger, whether it's right thousands of miles across the sea, yeah. you're going to feel it. And some people, depending on your relationship, will feel it more than others. Mm-hmm. That's what I've learned. <laughs> so it depends whether I might have a psychic connection with them or maybe either they're friends with me or there might be an attraction with somebody. I feel it more. I don't get it with every single and I don't sit there thinking, right, I'm gonna tune into this person. I don't do that. It just comes Right. Like I could be just working at my computer doing my work and then boom it'll come in. I know other people get this. I definitely do, especially at the computer. I'll feel it on my face. It'll come up like around my neck like that. Yeah. That's usually a good thing. The good ones one. in bed where it wakes you up in your stomach, that's not usually a good thing. And I had one of those the other, the other morning. Yeah. That's a psychic attack, if you, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I had one of those at 7 a, o'clock in the morning. A psychic attack is as simple as someone arguing with you in their head. Yeah, yeah. It was almost if they're in front of you and you feel it in your solar plexus, exactly. but they're not there. Yeah. Yeah. Mine are like a mix. Like I, you talk about vibes, like, like, like right now, my, like the hair on my arms standing up, you know, like, cause I feel <laughs> everybody, you know, like that's yeah. how I am. Like I'm, I'm an, I'm an emotional kind of person. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you call it. There is a term for that. I don't know. An, is an it empath? Empath. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I am that. And <laughs> you yeah, are, I, I am James Cruz. I can do, I can control my dreams. I can go try to find people if I really wanted to. I can't really plug in like full on uh remote or uh, not, but uh, astral projection. I have close once, but, uh, but, but how different is that from a lucid dream? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, that, that I always thought the same with that really. Yeah. Lucid astral. <laughs> Usually ones maybe more visual than others. I don't know, but like I, 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 don't I know. couldn't really tell you because they kind of feel the same. Like it's weird. <laughs> I, I know that a lot of people who are empathic or feel empathic are also healers, and with your skills at lucidity, you should really try and make an effort to go heal people who need it. And if you just say, you know, if you go to sleep with that intention, I need to go see people who need my help, my friends, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, you go go help them when you're lucid. Uh, yeah, you know, okay, so we have this Discord, you know, uh, hangout where everyone is, and we all throw the the good vibes thing out. You know, hey, I'm uh, a family member isn't feeling good or going to or I'm having a bad day. Uh, hashtag good vibes, you know, like so. Uh, and I will take the time just to have an intent on that and try to find that. What I, I think, you know, if I might have not some of these people I don't I've never met uh, mm. primarily maybe like in Grimericas, but a lot of our a lot of people in cruising with stakes chat we've all kind of met it's kind of crazy like That's so cool. there are a few that I've never seen before but um those are the creepy ones yeah <laughs> yeah but <laughs> you can still pick up on people it's kind of cool man like and and if they are asking for a good vibe I'll try to I'll, I'll I'll take a minute, no doubt, to help someone out. 
whether mm-hmm. just thinking positive about their situation. I have found that um, the people people who I don't know how to say this people I the people that I've seen recently uh, and have known their voice for a long time don't look at anything like I'd expect. Ah, yeah. I think a big big one of that was Adam Tarsus. Oh, okay. <laughs> like he sounds like such a young guy, you know. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, I thought that was Nish. I imagine Nish was um, brunette. <laughs> I'd seen this exotic, like dark head, like, and I had I'm such. Sure, she was at some point. <laughs> well, d- yeah, hair dye. I'm, I'm <laughs> ginger. You missed me when I was a redhead. But I got it in my head that Nish was going to be really dark haired so I got that really wrong. <laughs> You're sensing that that Fata Morgana energy in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got it totally wrong. I was like, yeah. I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Since you've been pu- like more public outside of like the, um, since you've been like on YouTube public. So now that you're kind of, you know, you we get out there and you kind of become like a, a YouTube celebrity where you're getting this kind of slack from people like that video you're talking about. How has that um, affected you aside from the, what you were just talking about with that negative video that came out, but in general, how has it affected your emotional state? Mm, it's been a roller coaster. Um, there's been, it's interesting because I did the numerology on YouTube and the, they're all fives, which fives can be chaos. It's extremes of really highs and really lows. And I've had some real highs. Like this is what I found is a lot more people want to know about the numerology and they want to go deeper, and I've had, particularly men as well, which has been refreshing. And um, loads of positive feedback, really, you know, really, it was going really great. And um, I've been shocked at how generous some people are that will give tips bigger than what a reading would cost sometimes. But then you've got the extreme opposite where you've got people trying to, like, just take you down. Yeah. Like, try to just ruin your business. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Is it what happened? Like, what? How does that even happen? Do they just go like slandering you about? Yeah. Holy crap. Is it just some, yeah, you talk about a bad vibe then, you know, like, is it some force? Are, we're, we're, like, let's say these people that are trying to do that, are they, they're, they're, are they in the same profession as you? Are they doing the same no. thing as you? Or they're just gravitated to just causing chaos? Well, like, some of them have put me on a real pedestal. I don't like that. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be put on a pedestal, but they they uh, drawn. I, I get they put, that. Yeah, they put you on this pedestal, but eventually you're going to fall off that pedestal because nobody can maintain that where they put you so high up. And I'm not somebody that goes around attacking people. Um, I'll stand up for myself if uh-huh. I. And it shocked me. People all just have come out of nowhere. Like I'm thinking, like, what the hell? Like, I've not said anything. I don't know what these people expect from you. I think they put, like say, they put this on this huge pedestal. I think there's some uh, fan click dynamics going on too. There's the the people who who watch the live chat. You've got a fan base who watch you, but don't really participate in the live chat. Then you've got these live chatters, and the dynamics in there is a lot different from what's going on in your head in the show and stuff. And they can splinter off into groups. 
and have did, fights yeah. between them too. And that's something yeah. too. And then, you know, you've got two groups who are anti you and then they start accusing each other. Oh, well you're in league with them. Or, oh, it's just, yeah. It's not imagine, supposed to, know, yeah. That's, that whole, that's all that whole gang gang. Yeah. It all becomes a bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then also I've had to really watch, I mean, I've got a small channel in comparison to a lot of people, you know, these people have got a hundred thousand millions, whatever. Um, then people, it's keeping very firm boundaries because they think that you're their friend. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm friendly with everybody, but there's a boundary. And then, you know, when it comes to men that are trying to cross that boundary and they just don't see that it's okay to not cross that boundary. Hmm. You know, to me, it's a professional thing. Right, right. Interesting. But if you weren't so beautiful, that wouldn't have been be an issue. Nah, no, no. Right. <laughs> Far more effective women in the world than me, but no, but it's um but Jerry, he's a smooth motherfucker. I'm serious. Okay. I found that difficult though. It's like I've gotta be like if and if you don't reply to people and they start getting Oh you look upset. so nice, I love your hair, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me do my video. Somebody so. did offer to pay because when I had my hair down, somebody offered to say I'll pay for you to have your hair done every week so you can have it down. Sugar daddy. <laughs> I don't think he was older, actually. You don't have to have an older sugar daddy. Yeah, right, it could be younger. <laughs> I hear you, Trisha. Oh. That is, like, for the ladies out there especially, it is a, definitely an element nice. That we deal with, and um, and like one of the reasons why I on Nox Mente at least, and generally I just don't do it. Although there are videos of me, but it's it like gets in the way. I don't care if you're. I don't even care like how attractive you are. There's always going to be someone trying to trying to make on you, or um, or then either the opposite way, saying nasty things. And it, it yeah. seems like well, we're we're presenting content to you and what does this have to do yeah. with any of that? It's a, it's a challenge for the ladies and the ladies know this. I think, yeah, I think just in general, it would be in any form of social media. Just, I couldn't imagine just having, I get happy when I get like a direct message on Twitter and I'm sure chicks are just getting an onslaught of dick pics uh, just on a regular <laughs> basis. Well, I love to harass you, Steve. <laughs> wait, you wait, know wait. I do. Women don't like to get dick pics. <laughs> well, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> like I was, like I was saying the other night, you know, it's a numbers game. You keep sending them out. Sooner or later, somebody oh. will bite. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but when I used to, I used to do Facebook lives. That's where I did all my lives before YouTube. And I was, I was going to do a YouTube channel about something completely different. And um, but I didn't get all this on Facebook. It's but again on YouTube, there's more people that are genuinely interested. So it's it's you, it's uh, YouTube is a is a, a you know, I'm ask. I didn't even ask like what is your YouTube channel? What is the name of it so people can find it? I didn't it, even yeah. <laughs> it's my name, Trish. Well, if if you look Trisha Gelder or Trisha G, it will come up. Trisha G. Or it's it's Trisha G, spiritual numerologist. But if you put Trisha G or Trisha Gelder, and it should come up. Awesome. I've seen it before. I just want. So do you? What, you got any any other interests besides uh, you know tarot numerology or anything, Trisha? 
You you yeah. you, you dig into some uh, other stuff? Pardon? You just uh, just dig in like any other topics of weird or fringe or anything that you might be into? Not all this conspiracy theory stuff was all something I didn't go there with. Um, I'm very much into quantum physics and Ooh, I like that. All stuff like that. It's all fake. It's all fake. <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I don't like. I read a lot of books or I listen to a lot of books. Not so much at the moment. I think I've like, or I'm, or I have an audio. I have a book usually guy on the go, but um, I don't really read novels. They're always something that I can. I have a thirst for knowledge. That's awesome. So I'm always wanting to learn something new. I was going to say I love animals, but that's going to that, sound really wrong. That was always my <laughs> motto: just learn, learn one thing new every day. Be all right. Mm. Mm. Whatever but, it is, just one thing. Yeah, I'm a big animal lover. Um, I, I love snorkeling, swimming, but I don't get to do that very often. Um, yeah, snorkeling was a whole new experience. I love all that. Do you like roller coasters? No. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> I, love I grew up with on the fairgrounds. Like I have abused roller coasters. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You took that one picture. There was there's a carnival like right outside. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up like with that. It's boring coladas. to me. That is boring to me. Yeah. I do you like pina coladas? I do. Oh my god, give yeah, me the song. Where I live. It's one of my favorite drinks. <laughs> if it, if I had a cocktail, it would be a pina colada. I like Shirley Temples. I've never had one of those. I used to be frightened to death of coasters and stuff because I grew up and where I live, I was showing you guys the other night, but uh, yeah, Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio, it, it's like the people, it, it's almost like you, you'll get people, it's a destination from all over the planet. People come to this coaster park because it's that good. It's awesome. probably the best one for roller coasters, but uh, yeah, and growing up, man, yeah, you, I was terrified of that place. It was so scary until like, um, honestly i was probably i was a, a lot older before i started riding that stuff uh maybe i mean a lot of like i know there's always there's always kids there riding stuff but i was way older before i did and it was probably one that thing that drove me to start riding it was because i started wanting to hang out with chicks so i was probably <laughs> probably 13 14 years Jeez. old man yeah wanting to go hang out with the lady cruising the coasters dude yeah uh for sure and just venturing out more on your own you know and then of course i'm like oh, i'm not gonna pussy out and not ride a coaster with 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 some lovely ladies and there's a theory about the adrenaline rush of a roller coaster when you're on a first date or on a date with a girl ah yeah okay <laughs> yeah i was lured onto i hate i hate roller coasters and i was lured onto one that was like the scariest roller coaster. I was the last one I was on. It was like thirty years ago. It was a Great America in Chicago, which used to be. Was it the uh, Was it the American Eagle? <laughs> no, that is a terrifying ride. Cause it's all wood. That <laughs> yes. gonna, like, fall apart Dude, that thing is still there. The original. <laughs> it's still What's going. The one? It was a It was a metal coaster. It had um, two seater cars or four seat, two four seat. You know, two across. And you go up really high, and you can't really see the rail that you're on. The Iron Bowl? I don't remember. My friend tricked me into going on, and I was like, I, had, I closed my eyes and was like, oh my God, oh my God, the whole time. I did that. We have Alton Towers in the UK that's got some pre- pretty big roller coasters, and I've been there quite a few times. And I was with my ex husband at the time, and I think it was called Nemesis 
but there's some bigger ones come out since then. I closed my eyes the whole way around. And then I got off and said, can we go back on? I want to go again. And then I opened my eyes. <laughs> Isn't oh, yeah. that the name of the one of the planets in the Nibiru system? It's- oh, absolutely. Nemesis? Definitely. Yeah. Hey, Probably. I'm not in It should be hitting any uh, minute. Wasn't it like two or three days ago somebody posted in the chats that Nibiru was going to be entering yeah, well, our orbit? It already and- hit. Oh, That's it did? Fifth dimension. Dude, oh. I'm so unaware of this. Did did Ken Dunn, you know, blow it up or something uh, with his mind? No. <laughs> Maybe. He could have. He could be saving our lives. Some kind of, you know, Ashtar mind meld and <laughs> King Pochacha kind of chipped in a little. Cha-cha-cha made it extra special. Essentially, we're talking about cha-cha-cha. We're talking about dancing at it because that was something I did growing up. I used to be a dancer. Well, Ooh. Pardon? Nothing. No ballet. Ballet. ballet? <laughs> I knew Jerry was gonna like go some, there. Like some black swan shit. Well, not to that level, but <laughs> ballet and tap I used to do. Um so yeah, I started at age three. So that was something that I used to be really into. Um yeah. I think my hobbies of or interests have changed over time. Yeah, that's I could see that. I feel like yeah. My hobbies have changed, but I've still held on to all the hobbies that I do have. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Just I would love to go snorkeling more. Like, I love skiing as well, but just don't have the opportunity to go that very often. But I've been quite skiing quite a few times. That was good. James Cruz used to be a professional snowboarder. Competition really? level. <laughs> I've never snowboarded, but I've, I've skied. I've quite never a skied. Time. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. Um... I think it's very different from what I've heard. Oh, I would, yeah. I, I should say no. I tried one time, uh, but they weren't like regular skis. They were like those really small ones, right? Back in the day, you know, like in the mid nineties, they, they they started coming out with twin tip skis, and they had these really small ones that were like two feet long for like tricks and stuff. And I used to be an instructor, and in and the, the company that made them were, were having a demo at the place I worked at in the in the winter time, and um. But yeah, so I I tried them out for like five minutes. I'm like, this sucks. I'm out. <laughs> and then yeah, so but yeah, I I I I started riding when I was it was 1992 when I started. So it was like right in the beginning stages of it. <clears throat> and then yeah, well, I, I still try to go once a year at least. Oh, that'd yeah. be so cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the the navy, I was quite lucky because. We, we could go very cheap. We used to go to the Navy Ski Championships, but you didn't have to take part, but you could go on like a holiday mm-hmm. for a very little price. So it was cool. Yeah, my brother, like he's in the Air Force and um, they go out to uh, Utah all the time uh, because there is a bombing range there. And my right. brother works to this C-130 airlift wing and they go out there and they spray... Yeah, they spray the the bombing range to kill vegetation and overgrowth and stuff like that. That's and just the cover story for. <laughs> I, I was waiting yeah. for it like, uh, what are they really spraying? Yeah, there's just but, gay uh, frogs everywhere. But yeah, he goes out there and he rides out in that thing, and he's got a snowboard and everything with him, going out there all the time, and hangs out in Utah for like a week. Goes riding. Well, they they get their. I think they, you know, they get their weekends off, so 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 he'll go for a few days here and there. But yeah. That's cool. So yeah, I love things. I do. Yeah, like things like that. Just haven't don't get a chance to do them. 
very often anymore. Well, at the moment. Yeah, did I got to start taking my kids. <laughs> did you know. ever have like a belief in um, this is I've been wanting to ask this because, of course, you're you're British and I feel like I have to. Um, do you have a belief in the fae fairies did you get any of that growing up was there anything about it or is that just in other part like in ireland the fairies did you say yeah the fairies i'm not into all that no so was there any of that around you when you were growing up no that is another synchro i just heard a whole i've just i'm not knocking anybody that is into it but i just find it a bit fluffy woo woo for me Oh, I love yeah, it. I mean, there's definitely that element to it. But, I, you know, I never know because so much of the lore that we have over here comes from over there, mm-hmm. over the pond where you are. Yeah, but I never, never surrounded by that growing give up me, at all. Give me that fluffy woo-woo. I'm all about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a Gemini, you know, we're a bit more straight to the point. Yeah. I got Gemini yeah. rising. I want the fantastical. Okay. Sh- yeah. uh, shake your woo-woo baby shake exactly. your woo-woo. maybe exactly. watch trisha though trisha you'll be like when you're like 88 or something you'll switch over and you'll be the fairy queen you'll all of a sudden be it'll be your youtube channel will be all about fairies and i'll be still all right <laughs> i'm having a psychic vision of it oh god i hope not <laughs> please no <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, I'm not into that. And no, that's not my thing. And I never grew up with it. Yeah, I just had to ask. And a lot of times you see um readers on YouTube that where they're blending everything together. And so I don't my stance on it is I think that stuff we don't see, like aliens, you know, I think modern day fairies are really what people are experiencing with a lot of UFO or not UFO, but maybe like the greys. And I think we just had names for having experiences that fit the times. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I can't say they're not there because maybe they are. I don't know, but I'm just not, it's not a thing that I'm into. And because I've got two sevens in my charts, so I'm a bit more analytical sort of with, that's why I like numerology because it's a bit it's science-based. That's, I remember actually, I don't know why I just saw this, but um, when you were in the military, I remember we were chatting the other night and about um, what you did in the military. What was your position? What was my position or yeah. my trade? You mean? Your training, your trade and everything. Yeah, meteorology and oceanography. Yeah. I and it was that. all numbers, symbols. <laughs> everything was numbers and symbols that you had to learn. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm clearly drawn to... You know, and you had to, there was like a hundred weather symbols. You had to learn how to, what, what it looked like, um, the number of it, the definition of it. It's like, I don't know how I did it really. And then all the clouds and there's just, everything was coded so that anybody speaking any language could read and decipher that little um, weather observation. Did you primarily like work on a base or did, were you out in the field at all? Like how did yeah, I was based um, mainly at air stations. Well, one air station in particular. Okay. Where they trained all the helicopter pilots. So there was a lot of um, 
so we'd have to produce the weather. Um, you, you go out every hour to do a weather observation or every half hour if requested. And then every like main hour, like midday, six o'clock, you had to plot a full chart of all the weather symbols. On, and you had to learn the stations as well all over the world. Wow. And then when you plotted it all, you give it to the forecaster and then he draws it. You know, when you see all the isobars and the fronts, then he draws it up and then he writes his forecast from from the chart that you've done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very much numbers again and symbols, yeah. So I've obviously got a thing for that sort of thing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Um... I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, that relation to that, and then coming out, yeah, af, what, years after or whatever. I don't. Let's see. I don't hold. How many? Well, how long were you in the military for? Eleven years. Eleven years. Okay, so that kind of puts you a few years out of the military when when you got into the, to that, but just drawn yeah. to it definitely. Yeah, uh, but I, what sort of triggered it all off is I went. Um, I was gifted a Reiki session and I'd never heard of Reiki, had no idea what it was. Um, but I sort of just thought, oh, I'll go for, go and see what it's all about. And it, it just opened. After that, I was obsessed with purple. I was obsessed with amethyst crystal and it just, it just triggered something off. I think. It's a vibration thing or something, right? It or- is a vibration thing controlled by your smartphone app. <laughs> but it was it's only just $99. It's only $99. Yeah, that was the start of I think some um something happening. And then I never used to remember my dreams ever. And now I have the most vivid dreams and mm-hmm. so the more I've worked on myself and I don't think it's one thing like meditation, reiki. I don't do reiki but I've had it done on me. Just, I think, accumulation of things that I've done over the years. Now I have the most vivid dreams. I remember most of them. Some have been more about family, but visions that have come true. Wow. Whereas I never remember a dream ever. So you're having dreams that are actually coming true? Like, um, oh, wow. Oh, that's excellent. It's more about family, though, those ones. Do you have, um, have any of them or have you had a sense that any of them have happened, been more like public stuff, like big stuff? I have dreamt of tsunamis and things, but I thought because I was in them and my son was with me and we got out of it and other people didn't. I've also dreamt about volcanoes. We were, I was trying to get my son on a plane. And all these people were trying to get on this plane because the, these volcanoes were going off. And they definitely weren't in Britain. But I don't know. I, I just thought it was an emotional thing I was going through. I wasn't sure if it was a a global thing. Mm-hmm. Difficult to know, really. I just mm. assumed it was an emotional thing. I have kind of an off-the-wall question. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Trisha, what are the things that, what are things that actually annoy you or that you have, you know, that just like get under your skin? Trisha's pet peeves. Yes. yes. We need a hashtag on that. It's a new cycle. What annoys me? 
<laughs> pet peeves. It would like, be technically Patricia's pet peeves. PPP. PPP. You down with PPP? We need a jingle for that. That'd be awesome. You mean about people's individual behavior or something? Or just in general, yeah. So that you don't have to like call anything specific out, but you know, like, um, well, I don't know. Whatever it may be. Um, oh, that's a good question. How do I word it? My pet peeves. Um, people that's, and I, I, I could upset people saying this. People Sorry, that nobody listens to the show. <laughs> victim mode. Ooh. Yeah. Just stay in it. I mean, we've all been through stuff, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Um, there's a, you know, you got, you have your time to be in victim mode, but to stay in it and constantly use it as an excuse, that starts to wear me down. Probably, That's one of mine as well, Trisha. I'm backing you up. Probably, cool. Is it because you see how damaged it is to that person? Like, or just in general, like... I, I think because I have... I think I've got a good ability to see the potent, the greatness in people. Yeah. And okay. I just want to shake them. and like. But I, I understand it's not always that simple, but when people just constantly use an ex... Like, you know, I've been through my fair share of stuff that I'd be surprised. I'm, some people said I'm surprised you're still standing. And I know people have gone through worse than I have, but we can't stay stuck. That 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 annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> because I want better for people. It's not because um, pet peeves. Um, this is a tough one because I've got them, but it's like, how do you say it? Um, so let, imagine going out for the day and doing stuff. What kind of things would piss you off? Road like road rage, like bad drivers. There's not many things like that. I'm actually oh. quite um, a relaxed person about stuff like that. Uh, don't sweat the small, or yeah, right. Don't sweat don't, the small stuff. Yeah, Mister Owl, that'll piss you off. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, what is it the same? Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, are, I, I don't like angry people. People that get ra- are raging a lot. That annoys me. That heavy Mars energy. Yeah, where they just always seem angry and want to like cause um, drama. Yeah, drama. Yeah, those people are no good. Drama, for sure. Do not need those people in my life. (laughs) Drama. No more drama. I find, do you find like sometimes that there's a like online drama is way different because sometimes in text, so not in chatting like this where we can feel each other out or, um, but just in text, how easy it is to misinterpret. So somebody with like a lot of Leo energy where they're just dramatic, but it's actually not in an angry way can come off more aggressive than they actually are or, um, you know, like contextual what I, what I've found stuff that you would pick up on. Is my, my sarcasm never comes across in text. And it usually people think I'm just not <laughs> totally misinterpreting what I'm saying because I'm being sarcastic and, and it doesn't come off like that. Yeah. Like, Actually, I'm just you guys should see this, what he's writing right now. <laughs> yeah. well, it's, just, it's just triggering me. A pet peeve of mine is men that won't pick up the phone and speak to you and they want to text forever. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. Ooh, girl, I hear that. What about uh, messy, unflushed toilets? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, see, now this is moving into the gross. What grosses Trisha out? Messy, <laughs> 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 unflushed toilets. I like things clean and tidy, um, decluttered. Yeah, but are you a minimalist? Yeah, I'm a minimalist. Less is more. Less is more, yeah. Oh. If I walk into a room and it's got clutter, it just, I, I just can't bear it. It's one thing about, about selling my house right now. I just keep throwing shit out. Dude. Yeah, it's a good time to declutter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a like minimalist. I like, I like to have minimalist. Yeah, but the, one of my biggest pet peeves is about guys that want to text you forever, but they haven't got the ball, excuse me, like, to pick up the phone. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, yeah. I, I just it bores me it bores me i get bored easily with that stuff it's just the same for the other way around for guys women don't want to talk they'd rather text well i'm i'm the i'm the sort of person that'd rather pick up the phone and talk but yeah a quick text if it's a quick like but to have a sure. whole conversation by text no yeah yeah that's, that's exhausting my thumbs can't handle it and gemini's like to talk we like to communicate you know on the phone usually that could be a reason why they don't call too. That's why we started the. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> right. Uh, we're, all, we're all chat. Sorry. No, we were all chat. You know, we were all sitting there typing in this fucking Google Hangout thing constantly. Everyone, yeah, the experiences, talks, share, sharing ideas and stuff. And then lo and behold, one of one one of us was finally like, "Hey, it says like live, like chat." or whatever whatever the link and then bam like that's how it all started and like why sit here and type all this shit when we can just talk about it and then yeah. and then we can just record yeah, it yeah. and people, then we can just record it and then we can turn it into a podcast yeah. when people make assumptions instead of asking you how it is they make an assumption that's another pet peeve of mine mm. oh that is mine too i agree slow walkers that's hardcore What's that? Slow walkers. Slow walkers. Yeah, you trying to walk somewhere? Someone just just. But to the slow walkers, James, you're the one riding on their arse, and they're just... you're riding on them, and they're thinking yeah. you're the pet. Peeve. Yeah, exactly. Stuff <laughs> <laughs> like that doesn't bother me. Like yeah. people yeah. driving slow, or yeah, a lot of that <laughs> stuff doesn't bother me actually. <laughs> Well, my son, my son, not doing the washing up—that's a pet peeve. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, make mommy mad. Heavy breathers. <laughs> Heavy breathers. Did you ever? Did your son get spankings? No, never smacked him ever. No, don't oh, believe. Wow. Me. I got, I got my ass. No, handed to me. Once when he was going to put his hand on a fire or something, I slapped his hand, but not really. That was. You're the worst mother in the world. <laughs> I've never hit a slap on the hand. But you know, when, like, I don't know if I would have been different, but seeing him have heart surgery at two days old, and I know I've talked about this before, and the thought of losing him, I just couldn't bear the thought of even smacking him. Yeah, that makes sense to, to me. Stress had to be kept to an absolute minimum. I just know. I just don't think I would have smacked him anyway. I'm just not a. I've never hit anyone in my life. I don't think. No, me neither. But do you agree that some children do need to be spanked <laughs> quite a bit? No, no, no I, don't. I don't believe in it. 
Yeah. I think there's another way because you're teaching them clubbing. Love is not to hit someone, even if you're loving them because you want to protect them. But by whacking them, to me, is not the answer. I, I meant aside other from the Dom community. I meant other people's <laughs> kids, actually. <laughs> no, I just don't believe. Uh, then I wasn't. I wasn't hit either. So maybe you know. But I just don't believe in it. I think there's a better way to to teach children. And it upsets me when I hear even grown adults that was really beaten as children. It really upsets me. I have another mm. off the wall mundane question. I like these kind of mundane things. Um, what kind of stuff do you like to eat? And then what kind of stuff do you cook? <laughs> I'm, well, I'm vegetarian. Well, I say I'm vegetarian. I've been vegetarian for a lot of my life since I was 12. But I'm not a strict vegetarian because every now and again I will have chicken. But Same I was here. very I was very strict up until I had Lewis. I wouldn't eat any meat. Um, but I prefer like the light things like salads and I like Chinese. We have Chinese tonight, actually. I like Chinese. Um, but that was takeaway, I didn't cook it. I, I'll be honest, I'm takeaway. I, we have takeout. Yeah, take away. Yeah. We had takeaway. <laughs> it's Chinese. Um, I can cook, but I don't enjoy cooking. So, so girl. Um, okay, so when you were um, when your son was younger, did you work? Like to cook? Did you cook? And does he think you're an awful cook? <laughs> <laughs> No, I did cook. I took it very seriously when I was younger. Like I, I, when I had him and it was, um, you know, this organic baby food and stuff or encouraging you to cook. I was like, well, if he should be having organic, then why the hell am I not eating organic? So then I went all organic strictly. I don't buy as much organic these days, but, um, yeah, I cooked homemade food for him as much as I could. And he and thinks he, it, and he, did he think it was good? As far as I know, I mean, sometimes oh. I'll have this habit of putting things in the oven and then getting sidetracked and burning. Oh my god! I'll <laughs> <laughs> be multitasking or get on the computer, but um, he's a meat eater, so I, I do cook meat for him. How old is he? He's nineteen. He'll be twenty at Christmas. Oh my goodness. But he still loves mommy to do. He, we joke. He calls me mommy, but he does it as a joke. Uh, he'll be around um, in about 20 minutes wanting a sandwich, right? Yeah. he'll. Jerry knows he'll text me <laughs> if I'm working. <laughs> if you're still up, can you make me a sandwich and uh, maybe bring me a milkshake or a cup of coffee? That is no joke. Don't you love that, though? In a way, because it's like, yeah, but sometimes it's annoying. Yeah, I would imagine I would love it. But then I chose not to have kids because I'm not a, a kid person. But, I mean, I admire them from afar. At times. <laughs> Very far away. At times it's annoying when he's probably just walked past the kitchen and could have got it himself. And I'm working. Ooh, girl. <laughs> That's he, when he, I would turn Joan Crawford on it. You just walked by the refrigerator. But equally, I never want him to leave home. <laughs> Aww. Because he's my one and only. But, yeah, we're very close. What sign is he? He's Sagittarius. 
And you were, yeah. what's wow. your sun sign? Gemini. Oh, you're Gemini, that's right. And oh, he's, the 19th, he's the 19th of December and I'm the 19th of June. Oh, that's very interesting. Lined yeah. up like that. Yeah. They both have half birthdays of the other. Yeah. So my half birthday is on his birthday. <laughs> yeah. I love that. There's something, There's that's actually very magical. Mm. Oh, he's Archangel Michael incarnate. <laughs> Slaying the demons. Yeah, he's, um, I'll be honest, he's one of the few and only men that have ever stood up for me in my life. I think we've, we have got some very, I, I see him as a soulmate. Yeah, I can totally, you asked me the other night about twin flames and all that. And I think people get so narrowed in on the idea of soulmates. I think absolutely your son could be a soulmate. Mm -hmm. And um, it's that it, I think the narrowing is people think of it more romantically and it's so not, it's so bigger. It's so much bigger. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. he's one of my soulmates. That's how I see it. But yeah. He's a twin flame. (laughs) He's not. It doesn't have to be like a relationship. I thought it was supposed to be a sexual or intimate relationship. No, twin flames, I think now is the new soulmate. I have many times called him my brother, which is weird because I think if there is past life stuff, he must have been a brother because I often call him my brother. And I went to pick him up from nursery once when I was still in the military and this little girl said, is this your brother? Mm-hmm. You don't think that's guilt from having him at a young age? Not that you, you were young. I wasn't young. I was 25, 26. Right, but like maybe residual or something. No, I didn't see that as young. Okay. No. I don't either. I'm just, just curious. No, it's I weird, just... It's a weird thing I to have. I was talking and I just blurt out my brother and I'm like, I don't know, why am I calling him my brother? Like, Do you believe in past lives? I'm on the fence about it because because stuff like that makes always makes me wonder with just little little slips like yeah that. like it would just slip out I'm like he's not my brother he's my son you know um, I, I'm I'm on the fence it's like part of me wants to have proof and then how do you prove it right I mean how do you even prove a memory that you have from childhood's not actually a dream you had or you know it's so hard to parse these things out yeah 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 so I don't dis. I'm not like saying they don't exist but I'm not fully convinced I'm a bit on the fence about past lives but equally like Anya's come to see me well not come she's come to see other people as well and as soon as we met it was so weird. I looked into her eyes. I'm like, I've known you before. It was one of those moments. And she looks different in the flesh. I thought she had blue eyes, but she has green eyes. I just looked into her eyes. And I'm like, we both, it's going to sound soppy, but we both burst into tears. And I don't do that. Oh, that see, there's awesome. something to it. I think there's, I think there's way more. I don't know how it all plays out. And um, I've loved, I think, I don't know if it was me who asked James this or I heard James somewhere talking about it, but I like James' explanation of it. But I, I don't know how it all plays out, but I feel like we're so much more than this flesh and that our interactions with people that we come into contact with seem a little bit mm, clandestine, right? And then the closer in they are, it seems the more significant, you know, like you and your son and 
and you know whoever else that comes real close where there's um heavy and intense energy yeah because you can meet some people and it you don't have that feeling and we just looked at each other and it was like it's like we were back together it was the most it was lovely but the most surreal moment it was it was like we'd we'd known each other before and we'd been reunited whether it was friends or sisters or whatever it's because we've all done this before yeah and we we weren't sobbing our hearts up but we were having a bit of a moment shedding a few tears it was like wow. you reunited with somebody and it was yeah it was and i was laughing because i said my son's gonna wonder what the hell's going on because we stood there outside <laughs> hooking and crying and he sat there watching I just thought you said hooking. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing. You do. Let's go hooking. No, not hooking. Hooking. I know what you're asking, girl. It and she slept in your bed. <laughs> yeah, but I slept on the sofa. Uh-huh. I get my bed up. <laughs> Jerry's not convinced. Oh, I don't care. No, I'm. Jerry. I'm actually thinking about something else. I'm thinking about my next question. Okay. No, I, I've slept on the sofa because we only have two bedrooms. I thought you had the next question. That's what I was, I was, I was I waiting. The pause. I'm thinking about it. I was like, dead air. But it happens. I, it's like, I know you so well by now. It's like, I don't know what to ask. <laughs> and I'm trying not to monopolize you. So. Monopolize half the our, dish? Half jump our podcast. In. Yeah, it's half your podcast. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Um. So back to, I like the mundane stuff. So like, because it it gives us an idea of each other as people uh, in the world. Um, So, and this one, this is funny. So what is the, so you're, you're basically, I think right around the same age as me. Mm -hmm. And so did you go through a punk phase at any point? Never. Were you always just like a good girl and did you were kind of straight lined, weren't you? Yeah. It's funny, Annie and I were talking about that because she did. She was into The Cure and Robert Smith and my best friend at boarding school did all that. And I was never into that. I was into Wham and all that stuff. Oh, girl. Yeah, I was definitely on the other other side. I'm sorry, but I was into Wham. (laughs) Wham was funny. Oh, my God. Never into gothic or punk. No, none of that. Oh, man. Didn't, Didn't George Michael die? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Wham. It's a shame. I was a big Wham fan, I'm afraid. Duran Duran, people like that. Oh, oh come on now. There's some good oh. Duran Duran songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come Undone. Ooh, love that song. Do you guys remember the band X? Yes, of mm. course. With, X. Uh, yeah, With Xene uh, and, yeah, the and X is great. And John Doe. Mm-hmm. I met John Doe once. Yeah, me too. In Chicago. At a what restaurant called the what do you think about death? Yes. Where, wait, Jerry, Soul Kitchen where? In Chicago. Yes. I I've told, I love the Soul Kitchen. It's That's still open, isn't it? I believe so. That's where I met John Doe. Holy crap. I love these moments. Sorry, guys. That's great. The Soul <laughs> Kitchen's my, awesome. My goosebumps. <laughs> that is great. So we could have crossed paths if you were up in the Soul Kitchen here and there. I told you. Look familiar. That's... That's good. Not to sidetrack. I'm also interested. So this is my last question for a bit. I'm going to have to use the loo. Um, 
what your ideas are on death, Trish. Oh, man. I know I had to take it there. Y'all know. I like it. (laughs) Scares the hell out of me. (laughs) I like it. What do you mean? Like where we go after or what happens? Well, yeah. What just so general. So like when you, when you think about death and then I, and place yourself in it. So, and then with the whole context of it, like with people, you know, family that has passed animals, loved ones, and then also yourself, what, what does it pull up for you? It, I'll be honest. It's a subject that scares me. Like my dad passed away two and a half years ago. And I don't even know if I fully dealt with it because it's, it's the most weird. I don't think anything can prepare you for it. I don't know if any of you have lost a, a parent, but I, I have. Yeah, nothing can prepare you for it. Yeah, it's rough. It's it's taken me decades, girl, to get over my mom. So, yeah, um, I, I think I block a lot, a lot of it out, and then at moments I think I'm never going to be able to see or speak to my dad ever again. Like, and then, but I don't like to go there because I think the emotion is so strong that I feel it'll engulf me, and I don't like to go there. So yeah, have you yeah. in your in your dreams, I think I'm having bad internet connection. Weird. In your dreams, have you, has your papa showed up? Yeah, for the first six months after he passed, he was in my dreams nearly every night. Oh, wow. Was it, how, what, what was the experience? Because when I was first seeing my mother, it, I was so emotional I'd wake up because I, I, seeing her made me cry and I'd lose the dream. No, I wasn't upset. It was, it was quite nice. It was like comforting. Did he give you any like um, words of wisdom at all or is telling you what he's going through or doing? Up until just recently, he never spoke in the dreams. He's only just started speaking. Oh, wow. Hmm. And what kind of stuff is he saying to you without, you know, getting too personal if you don't want? Um, oh, I'm just trying to think. What one, of, one of them was a bit, he was trying to, he was asking me to sign something because um, I'll leave some of it out because he said somebody was going to come to me and tell me things about him to try and blacken his name. And and I just said, well, I already, in the dream, I already know, so I don't need to sign. He wanted me to sign this, like, disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's interesting. And then another one. Is that a soul contract? No, I don't know. I don't know about soul contract. He, he was asking me to sign a photo album. But a post-it note on a photo album. Did someone come to see you, or could that be your brother? No, it was it was um, it was something to do with my mother. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was the other dream he spoke in? And um, it's only the second dream. I can't remember what he said now. It might come back to me because it's been Is recent. The- so with these dreams that are happening right now, as opposed to in the first six months, is what's the difference in tone now with your relationship with him? Because I think it's still a relate, it's still an ongoing relationship. At first, he would just appear in my dreams like he was just like saying, "I'm here," and like I'm, we were in a pub. I was in a pub in this dream with a, fr- a friend, a male friend, and then my dad was just stood there. What? just lent on the sideboard but he was younger in that dream and as it's gone on he's become his real age and he was just leaning on this sideboard in the pub just watching and smiling i love that 
but now it's got where he's telling giving me messages and signs i think this seems like you're on a good good track with him like you especially with as much as you dream true and how psychic you are this could really bloom into something kind of more extraordinary than it already is yeah it'll be interesting to see if it comes true i'm trying to remember what the other one was where i spoke and there was one actually where he was with my mother and i walked in and he was sat at this table and he just pointed to this a4 sheet of paper and there was words on it but i couldn't read it and the only word i could read was lewis is that your mom no lewis is my son's name Oh, Lewis. Okay. Yeah. So all I could read was his name, but I couldn't make out any of the words. And don't know how long it was afterwards that my son received a letter from my mother on an A4 piece of paper, but there was more <laughs> writing on it than in the dream. Wow. Well, that's good. That's really, really good. But he didn't speak. He just pointed with his finger to this piece of paper for me to read it. So that was a bit spooky. That's, I don't think it's spooky. I think it's actually fantastic, personally. Yeah. I say spooky, but I don't mean it in a creepy way, but that's the way I say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get yeah. you. Okay, I can't remember what the other one was. I spoke recently. So do you f- yourself fear dying? Yeah, I don't want to die. Yeah, I mean, I don't either, but I don't fear it, but I definitely don't want to die. Yeah, it's the subject I normally, avoid. you know, in your mind you think, no, don't think about it. Like, Maybe we've already died several times. There are people saying saying stuff like that in the in the, our shake our woo-woo tail feathers. Yeah, I'll, I'll shake it all day. That's what it. I'm saying. I like that, you know? It's, yeah, this yeah. is like a real-time life review. Yes. Yeah. When my son was young, I, I got myself in a bit of a state thinking, what if I die? I don't know, it's because afraid of leaving him behind. I got into mm-hmm. his when he was about one or two. I think all parents go through that. Probably, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I think um, I, I'm i not afraid to die. Yeah, same thing. I'm not afraid to die. I don't want to die just because I don't want my, my kids to go through that. Mm. And I couldn't imagine having just to deal with one of them... Dying. My ex-wife would be thrilled. <laughs> oh, Jerry, don't say that. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, she's, she's told me to my face she'll be happy when I'm done. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez, that's cold-hearted. That is cold-hearted. It Play, is get Paula Abdul song going. <laughs> it's cold-hearted snake. Cold-hearted snake. That's right, James, sing it. <laughs> oh, Okay, so Trisha, here's another odd question, and then I will go to the loo. What's your favorite song right now? Oh, my favorite song. I'm the queen of this weird trivia stuff tonight. (laughs) No, I love that. Yeah, I like what you're. uh, Yeah. Right now, oh, it's maybe not. I don't know whether I have a favorite song, but um. I'm a bit of a John Legend fan. I like, and it was actually playing earlier on, the song All of Me Loves All of You. I think that's what it's called. That point goes with All of Me Loves All of You. I can't remember the title, whether that is the title. I know which one. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so video, are you a romantic? That seemed, that would let me think that you're a romantic. Yeah, underneath it all. Yeah, I don't <laughs> show that side to me very often. I'm a bit of a softie underneath. 
like yeah. that's not obvious. I know. I think it's obvious too, <laughs> right, though. Right. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. Um, I like John Legend. I'm a bit of a Maroons um, Five fan. Will you lose me there, girl? <laughs> I like. I swear, that's your wham to so my throw, to throw cult, massive the attack, and there you'll be okay. Sorry, what was that? Throw massive attack on that pile. I think you'll be okay, even it out. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the Red Hot Chili Peppers at Hyde Park. They were cool. Yeah. Okay, so I will be right back, everyone. I'm just trying to my name. You get a good seat. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I'll make sure to sit on that seat. Oh, what was the other group I like? Um, Counting Stars. That's quite um, a good song. By and I can't remember the group now. Counting Crows. Who? The Counting Crows. No. Did you guys ever get uh, upset that we kind of stole stars. that we stole the Spice Girls and you know kind of culturally appropriated them over here? Oh my god! Because <laughs> they were they were pretty yeah. they were British the Spice Girls. One Republic. One, one Republic. Did you just say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, One Republic. I like them. <laughs> I never heard of them. They don't know that. <laughs> Unfamiliar. Spice Girls. I used to be in back in when I was in my band. My band and uh, one of the breakdowns we had, like I used to play in this like uh, like hardcore, like heavy metal type thing. And um, and we had a like we had a breakdown where like it was just like a little drum beat, but then it busted into the section of the Spice Girls song. Like, what you want, what you really, really want. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Yeah, it was like, it was back when that, that shit was around. It's like when Guns N' Roses comes on at the Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not into heavy rock music, but I, I do love the drums though, but I'm not a, a rock music fan. My son plays drums. Yeah, Lewis. He got into it, yeah, like. I don't know. I thought about getting a drum set. I'm like, fuck. We we did have one. <laughs> oh my god, that yeah. was a mistake. Get one yeah. for the get one yeah. for the new house, James. Uh, well, uh, it's a yeah, that's a possibility, man. I'll have room there. Soundproof the room. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, there's this cool place. That, I think it's like a franchise throughout the U- U.S. here, but it's called School of Rock, like the like the movie kind of thing, like oh. where. You get a group, and Jack Black out, works at every single one of them. <laughs> totally, it's <a> clone. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, like you say, you picked an instrument, uh, guitar, or bass, or drums, or uh, you want to be a singer or whatever, um, keyboard, or, you know, stuff like that. But anybody, you pick your instrument that you want to learn, and you start taking those lessons, and then as you progress, they with other kids around your same level, they'll start forming a band and then they'll start figuring songs out. And it's really cool. It's like a whole progression of, of playing music together and they they'll play concerts and stuff, but not that like he's that far into it or anything. It sucks. Cause I don't have a minute right now. It's freaking expensive for one. And like, uh, yeah, it's like 170 bucks a month expensive. And, uh, so I had him in it over the summer and then he went in the fifth grade this year and at school they have 
uh, more more specific uh, band, you know, so and he played drums again. So I'm like, I'm not gonna double pay and rent these drums for school. As I was, so anyway, but now that his last day of school was just today, finally, so I'm gonna sign him back up for drums. Well, I got Lewis a drum kit, and then he used to have one-on-one lessons with a guy that he was about in his seventies, but he played for decades. Like he knew his stuff. Yeah. It takes some talent to do the drums because I've tried yeah. it and you got to use both sides of your brain and it's like, yeah, it's good for your brain. Yeah. That, it's, I've, I always messed around, tried to mess around. I, it, it's tough. Mm. And he was getting pretty good at it, but then he got bored with it. So <laughs> that's what I want to buy a drum set, like a freaking thousand dollar drum set. I'm like, it's just going to yeah. sit in the basement. <laughs> Trisha, what's your favorite uh, all-time movie? Do you know? Oh, I must have been. I knew. I thought the next question that's coming is going to be about movies. <laughs> I can answer that one straight away, and you could. Some of you might cringe. Top Gun. Oh, that's not bad. Me, me, and James. The first time we meet, we're going to do that high five. The windmill high five. Windmill high five. <laughs> it's dude. happening. I have watched that movie so many times. I love Top Gun. Dude, There's like a part two coming out now. Yeah, right? I heard something about that. I saw on Twitter they had a picture of Tom Cruise. That you had they can't, they can't yeah. top that. I bet they don't. I bet it's not as good. Uh, top, top Gun is probably my one of my favorite films. Is that why you joined the military, Trisha? <laughs> the propaganda did, did it get you? now it's all coming together uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> flying overalls are rather attractive i do <laughs> yeah that was actually that wasn't that but i you just reminded me of one of those odd questions uh uh so, do you like suspenders <laughs> what, what's a wear <laughs> suspenders or, or belts <laughs> yeah. I need to get suspenders, you know, because it's, you know, belts, it's cutting circulation off to half your body, you know, (laughs) is is that the British term for them holdups? The holdups where you don't need a suspender belt, they just hold, stick to your leg, they just hug your leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. I thought he was talking about suspenders, stockings and suspenders, like, (laughs) <laughs> we know oh. where your mind is Trisha. This, this is where <laughs> <laughs> that's embarrassing I was like you really just asked me if I like twist yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> that's I do this show for the ladies for sure <laughs> <laughs> this is how America and the UK you have different terminology and right. I just thought you were talking about underwear mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh boy well yeah we'll have to have a uh, what what did you? How did you oh, damn it! Uh, take in right. Take take out. Take out. <laughs> take away. No. Take away. <laughs> what was that? What's that British series? Oh my god, I love it so math so much with Bubbles Devere. Um, Bubbles Devere is a character in it. It's the those two guys, and they're always having like characters skits. Um. Oh my god! Oh, bubbles. Was that oh um... little? Is it Little Britain or something? Yep, it's it's yeah. Little Britain. Yeah. That. Oh my god, Bubbles Devere is hilarious. I but yeah, I remember. Yeah, I watched. <laughs> I used to love watching Little Britain. I don't watch much TV anymore, to be honest with you. Virtually none. I like watching movies, but not much TV. <clears throat> but yeah, I did watch Little Britain. 
man i'm hooked on um there's there's a i love netflix the product <laughs> their, their their product is great Netflix but, uh, yeah yeah netflix in general but i'm watching um dude i got hooked on this series on there it's called the killing the killing i don't know that one holy Ooh. shit it's great <laughs> really? what's it about uh well yeah it's a it's in takes place in seattle washington and um it's like a uh two two cops a guy and a girl like he, he ends up being his uh a guy ends up coming into a police department uh with their detectives so trying to solve this murder and then but dude it's like all conspiratorial related related in in a in a mayor race and a death of a of a 17 year old girl and just the twist and turns of it it took two seasons and now it's four it's four seasons all together it took two seasons to get that whole one wrapped up and i just started season three in there and yeah it's it's heavy dude and actually the dude the main the guy that plays uh i think his name detective holder or whatever this guy if you any of you seen altered carbon mm-hmm. um well altered carbon the main character the dude in that is 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 a guy who plays holder so if anyone anyone out there is interested in that i highly recommend it it's really good i can't stop watching it <laughs> Yeah, I haven't watched really anything like that for a while. Like, I really got into the blacklist at one point. Yeah. A friend of mine who was called James actually got me into the blacklist, and uh, James that, Spader. I got pretty hooked on that. That show, um, Humans, is pretty interesting too. If you like Alter Carbon, I liked Alter Carbon. I really enjoyed that. That was one of the better ones I saw this year, no doubt about it. <laughs> I did, yeah, like Requiem, I know we Requiem's talked. To, really good too. Oh, Requiem. That's the other one you've recommended. Yeah, that's more about. Uh, it's starting to look like it's about John D. Oh. <clears throat> did you watch that two twenty two movie yet? I haven't had a chance yet. No. I think Suzanne watched that. Yeah, that's quite interesting. Two twenty. Yeah, she did. I'm, I've got it on my list to watch. Um, I did watch. I watched Get Shorty today. <laughs> Dude, I watched the last Starfighter the other day. That's great. I, I started watching it. It was pretty rough. It was yeah. rough. Oh, my, my other favorite movies are Star Wars movies and James Bond was brought up on that. The, the original Star Wars? Gosh, yeah. Marsh, Marsh of course. Money Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the originals. I was never a Star Trek guy. Star Wars, yeah. I mean, not not the biggest Star Wars. I mean, I I like the... I enjoyed the newer ones. They're fine. There's yeah. a lot of be like. Yeah, I'm not in Star Trek. I was never yeah. a Trekkie. Yeah. I like the Goonies and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Goonies. Is great. Oh, I love the '80s shit, dude. Dude, I yeah. don't know if you ever. I, Indiana Jones. I loved. Uh, yeah, India, dude. Yeah, Harrison Ford was the shit, dude. Or yeah, hell yeah, oh, he was. Yeah, he was yep. awesome, man. He made so many great flicks. Back. Yeah. Disney just made a Han Solo movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, they Solo. did. Did they change Han Solo into a woman or like a black person right. or an Asian? Oh, they oh. made a. Uh, they they claim that uh, Lando Calrissian is uh, pansexual. That was what they. Oh uh, my god! That was the, that was that was the social uh, signaling that they the were doing in this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, virtue signaling. Right? The virtual, called, yeah, oh, virtue it's... signaling. Yep. I do like weird... hangover movies. Though. They're funny. Uh, 
Uh, the first one was yep. good, and then the rest ones were just like repeats of the first one, but but worse. <laughs> I quite it's like kind of hard to improve on a story like that. Yeah, but it is. Bradley Cooper, because you, know, you love him, because he's like, I got a man crush on Bradley Cooper. He's yeah. hot. Yeah, he is. He is. He's and a good face, looking man. If you look at his face, it's totally asymmetrical. He's, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. He's perfection. <laughs> he's perfection, but he's not. That's the thing. Well, no. But in my mind, is perfection. <laughs> I find that interesting that he's looks so attractive, but he's not. His face is com- messed mm. up, really. When you look at it close, Brad Pitt's the same way. All the people who are like, you know, the beautiful people, if you look at their faces closely, they're asymmetrical. Yeah, we were talking about eighties films earlier. It was on about Rob Lowe. I, I, yeah, he was another one. Is Bradley Rob Cooper Lowe, still alive? Oh, Derek in Tommy yeah. Boy. That's a good movie. Why did I think that Bradley Cooper was dead? Uh, that's D.B. Cooper. Oh, yeah. That was, that's right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, uh, Rob Lowe played Bo Derek's lover in Tommy Boy. I've not seen that. Oh, uh, with Chris Farley? I, know, I think yeah. I missed Chris that, Farley. too. It's uh-huh. a hilarious movie. Yeah, Rob Lowe, was, uh, he was the bad guy in that movie. Just like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like Monster his reemergence Quest? into movies. Uh-huh. You ever Monster. see Monster Quest? That no, no. Was a bunch of kids cartoon chasing down. No, it was like, or was it Monster Quest? They they were they were chasing Wolfman. They were chasing all of them. A uh, vampire. Uh, fuck. What's Monster Squad? <laughs> Monster Squad. Is that that? Like, God dang it! My bad. I don't know. But, Monster uh, Squad. Monster Squad. Yeah, that was an '80s flick. Yeah, like along with like Goonies and stuff like that. But uh, with I love this uh, BMX movie. It's called Rad. R A. Oh, dude, Rad, definitely. Awesome. Dude, I remember that. You're freaking awesome. And Let's I, go ass sliding. I I worked I worked with the startup internet company back in uh, eighty uh, ninety. God, it was it was in like um, two thousand five to eight somewhere in there i don't really remember exactly but the, it was a you know how woot sells one thing until it sells out at a discount yeah mm-hmm. no like t fury t fury okay yep yeah so it's like um limited amount limited quantity until it sells out so their idea was to go around to all the napa valley boutique wineries and and make deals with them to sell their low inventory things that they can't get rid of basically but because it's from a boutique winery it's still good wine it just needs to age or whatever so they set up this website to sell boutique wine by the case daily that changed daily based on the inventory and um, we ran into all kinds of problems with shipping it was just not possible to do it but point being the name of the company was they the name they chose was rad crew and oh Based on, that, based on that movie, exactly. And Cru is a type of, it's a wine quality. Oh, okay. A Grand Cru is a, like, yeah. a champagne uh, level, you know, like award level or, or flavor. I'm not really sure what they, I forgot. It's been so long and I'm no wine expert anymore. <laughs> but anyway, they took the name of this company from that movie. That was my story. That's awesome. Dude, the best part, the best scene in it is that they have this whole dance off, and they, and and uh, Crew Jones brings his bike in with uh, um, oh, what's the heck's her name? Uh, damn it, 
Uh, I can't remember her real name. But anyway, uh, they, they, oh, they have a dance-off on, balance, on, a, on a balance beam like for gymnastics and shit with uh, real-life semi and angel. <laughs> it's the best, dude. It's all like disco ball, and they're like doing these <laughs> ridiculous tricks and shit. Yeah, send me an angel. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I think we watched that one night. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who that was, was that chick? Uh, let's look it up. What's that one called? Rad. It's called Rad. Yeah. I'll check it out. <laughs> it's it's just a great '80s flick, man. It's just classic. <laughs> oh man i'll find uh now yeah now i gotta find out who the hell it was is uh, it Lori laughlin yeah that's who it was <laughs> yeah what what's what's she known for oh yeah she's uh 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 rebecca donaldson from full house full house <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> becky uncle jesse's becky. wife uh-huh. it's all coming back <laughs> She's sitting there riding their bike and they're having a dance off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but anyway, <laughs> uh, man, that was a pause. We got anything else? Should we wrap this thing up? Any any did final you, thoughts? Anything you, else going on? At all about numerology. We brushed over it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> Touched on it. <laughs> You don't have to. It's just a good reason to bring it back. But no, let's bring it back. Let's finish. Let's get. Let's get Trish back with some numbers. What else do you want to know about numerology? Hmm. Everything. (laughs) Go through. Can you do like a? Can you do a? Um, just a general synopsis of like the basics one through nine types, or are the meanings between the numbers one through nine, and then possibly like the master numbers. Okay, so, so because in your full chart you have like I'll do yours for you, James and Steve if he wants his. I don't think I've done Steve's. And Nish, if you want yours done, um, I just I'll contact you about that. You have six um, core numbers, so your life path is the most important one. So I'll just cover like the vibrations of the numbers. So if you're a life path number one, for example, like there's a few in the, um, sorry, I'm just reading the comments. Um, there's a few in this circle that are life path ones. So they're the leaders of the world, um, the inventors. They start things. So you think of one being number one. They like to start things. They like to lead. Best being self-employed if they can't be self-employed, running their own diary. Um, A life path number two is the peacemaker of the world. They are very loving, very intuitive. Um, Yeah, they make great marriage counsellors, so for example. Uh Um, Life path threes are the creative ones. They, They say it's the sunshine number in numerology. So they're often very creative. Also, if you had these numbers in your chart, is different aspects of your um, whole makeup. So threes are the creative one. They're born to bring joy to others um, through their creativity. Um, they often teach us to live in the moment. Life path four. So my son's a four. He's a triple four, actually. 
they're the builders in numerology, so they're the worker bees, they're, they're the rock society, they, but they've come to learn sh- to have structure and order and financial security. The fives are, so my father was a five, they're the, they're the rebel in numerology. So they are most prone to drink, drugs, sex, rock and roll. And it never seems to fail. <laughs> my father, you know, like I say, he was a five. Um, yeah, they are the most extreme in temperament. Usually find. And and some, like I say, some life path numbers will be more, will get on easier than others. You know, some can be toxic to each other. So a life path six is the teacher, the healer, the counsellor. Um, sevens, so we've got two sevens here tonight. Does Nish know her life path number? I'm a one. Oh, you're a one. Okay. So sevens are the seekers of the truth. So they like to, they always want to know everything about everyone else, but they don't really want you to know everything about them. Um, they're, often, <laughs> they're often into the occult or the very, like the psychic detective, the private detective, but they call them the seekers of the truth. Then you've got the eights. Um, they're the CEOs, the, the business managers, the managers, the bosses. Um, they like the best of everything. They they like to have the best and often can generate great wealth. Then the nines, which is me and um, Steve, are the humanitarians. So, yeah, the humanitarians of the world, they're um, often care about global consciousness, things like that. Um, but it's the very, it's the old soul, the wise soul, born very knowledgeable. But that must be, Bill Gates must be a nine. He's a four. A 22 four, I think. Does that mean you're not a humanitarian? Can anything be read from the reverse of, you know, from not being that life path, you're not of that ilk in general? I don't know. That's a stretch. Yeah, sometimes people say, but most people say, yeah, that sounds like me. Like, even before I knew I was a nine, I was very much into, like, I did a speech at school and I did about AIDS when AIDS was big and, like, you know, I, I did, I could have picked any topic in, to talk about and I talked about AIDS and, and bringing awareness to all that. Jerry likes to throw a bomb in, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> It's between Grim and I. You don't have to read the chat. <laughs> I was trying not. To. Okay, life path elevens. Master numbers. The elevens are. They have come potentially if they raise the vibration enough. Um, a, to spread spiritual enlightenment. To spread peace, joy. To show the world it can be a better place. Okay, so we need to put this whole vibration thing to rest. What the fuck does it mean to raise your vibration? I think people would love to hear that. To raise I know, your vibration. Hmm? What's well, it mean? Lots of things you can do to raise your vibrations. Forgiveness is a huge one to raise your vibration. A healthy diet, meditation. There's lots of things like that will raise your vibration because you're going to be a, you know, if you're shame-based, you're not going to be spreading much joy and peace and love, are you? Whereas, I, if I understand a- that. I'm just I'm curious to know your take on um, 
I don't know how to put it. How do you measure your, how does one measure their vibration to know that they need to raise it more or less or whatever? And I, I understand the concept and I'm not asking because I don't know. I'm asking more for like your take on it. And this is just sort of put the Ho'oponopono. I found that seven years ago and that's a brilliant mantra to help. A very simple mantra that that's a great one to raise your vibrations. I've got it on my Phone it's helped me out tremendously trish just yeah. even just the practice of saying it and i go to bed listening to it on loop i've got i found a really great um website with a guy that's got some good he's got got some good stuff and there's a male version and a female version depending on whether you want to listen to a man saying it or a female and i go to bed with it on and it does shift your vibration that i felt a difference in days isn't that just subconscious programming, though? They could be. Yeah, but it takes you back to zero, so you have less judgment about others or yourself, and you're. Well, aren't sick. you curious how that works? I mean, that's it's what very, I'm kind of digging for. Is like, how does that work? How does it listening? It just seems to, to work. It's really. I don't know. If well, even if it's programming, you're programming yourself with that that kind of message. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank I mean. You. What a good way, to, what a good thing to program yourself with. That alone, the idea I mean, of that has got no, to I, raise you I, up a bit. It does, and it's fantastic. I'm just more curious about like what the entire language is of programming so I can create cooler shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> myself oh, laugh. I see, Jerry, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's... You've got you've got a, an idea here that you repeat over and over again, and it goes in a certain way. There must be other ways to put other things in there and have them manifest as well. Yeah, sure. But the, that mantra, the the guy Dr. Hugh Len, that he used to go into. I can't say his full name. He used to go in. Was it a mental asylum? Sure, or for patients that were very mentally, they were locked up, they were drugged up, and stuff. And he used to go in and work there. But first thing he went and did, he would go in his office and he'd work on himself. And they found that they could unlock the doors. They reduced the medication because the inpatients didn't feel judged. They didn't feel, and that was just because he was vibrating at that level. And, and that honestly is my number one problem with Reiki healers, that they don't do that. A lot of them do not. They don't do what? any kind of self-cleansing. So whatever the work oh. they do on you is usually going to be tainted with their nonsense. Oh yeah. I mean, when you're working people like that, you need to be constantly, I would have thought, cleansing, clearing yourself. But right. that mantra, just putting it on at night, going to bed, just hearing it subliminally going in within days, I felt different. And I haven't listened to it for a couple of days. I need to get back into even, I'll give you an example. My cat, lays on me to go to bed I have headphones on but she can hear what I'm listening to my my cat would not sleep with my son she wouldn't go anywhere near his bedroom after two or three days of, of her absorbing I know it sounds crazy but she was taking it in she decides to go and move in his bedroom and then didn't stop sleeping with me <laughs> and now she's giving both you up for a machine so how does that make you feel a machine. The printer. Jerry. Oh, printer. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just thought maybe she doesn't, she's not judging him anymore. I know it sounds crazy because she's a cat, 
but she never would sleep with him. No way. Cats have so much personality. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she moved in his bedroom and she would not come and sleep with me anymore. Because, and I think her energy shifted towards him. Maybe. And the only thing I've done different was listen to this Ho'oponopono again that I haven't listened to it for a long time. Ho'oponopono. That's the first time I've heard of this. It's helped me tremendously when things are really chaotic. And Trish, we must be listening to the same same person who has those the songs of it, the it's male and the female. Something Stevenson, I think his surname is. Yeah. yeah. It, and, and again, uh, it's weird that it came up tonight because I actually should I'm going to revisit that. This is a perfect time for it. Yeah, because I haven't listened to it for a couple of days and I was getting into the practice of listening to it every night, just putting on, going, falling asleep, listening to it on loop. And this is the whole thing. Is we, if we can program ourselves, if we can actively, we should be able to change our consciousness at will. And little things like mantras, like Ho'oponopono, which is, which is, time, which is a very old mantra, Love that grant. Oh, that's the baby. What's the baby's name? It's Masca. Look at her. Look at her. Sorry, <laughs> I always geek out with the animals. <laughs> I just thought I'd show Jerry that my cat's <laughs> that we I think and as you know, think about all the people that fall asleep with the TV on and mm. and what's pro- what's happening there, you know, and you don't even know as the different programming comes on, the commercials are moving through. Mm-hmm. So if we if you just switch over and do an experiment with something, if it's not gonna be silence, it's something on a master level, which I think Ho'oponopono is. Mm. And and you can test for yourself and not have to believe anyone else mm-hmm. what the difference is. Yeah, I definitely, within a day, I could within just one or two nights of listening to it, I felt a shift. I woke up feeling different. So I have this problem when I try to uh, sleep with headphones on. I'll wake up like after an hour and freak out because I feel like I'm just going to like roll over my sleep and strangle myself in the cables and just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't use the headphones myself. I, I, I watch, I put on a, uh, like a binaural beats video on YouTube and fall asleep to that. But if what are you, the hurts, Jerry? Oh, I listen to all kinds of different ones. Usually the ones for the upper chakras. Yeah. Nice. Um, every night I have for like a year and a half now. Um, uh, there's a, there's a thing you can get us. I'll find a link for it. It's a, it's a face mask, lock mm-hmm. your eyes out and it's got earphones too. So it's a wrap around. Oh, it's got one small cord and it's really long and it's soft and like a t-shirt fabric. Ah, oh, nice. It. It's I, I have one. I go to bed with big headphones on. Like <laughs> people think. This great. You can put, you can put the cuffs come out the top, so you know it's twenty feet long. You can hang it off the side of your bed and roll around all night with it on because uh, it's comfortable. It's I'm getting the matrix imagery now from when they're in the pods. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. Put them on it's hard to have some cool, actually, come out with pillows. Kill me with the claws. Like, what was that, James? Sorry. No, I've heard they've had they have pillows now that have sound built mm. into the pillow. Hmm. I don't know if that's as effective that's, as that, but going back to what you said about raising your vibration, Jerry, that is an excellent example of raising your vibration with that mantra. And on those videos, he does he mixes in different hertz on he's got a bunch of them. And so some of them he's met different hertz. You just have to go there and see which one, you know, 
literally vibes for you? <laughs> mm. I felt not that I felt calmer or I was not picking up on as much stuff when I was listening to it as well. I wasn't Which, waking up with that. Patricia, isn't it true though? The whole act of forgiveness is is a very powerful thing. A lot of people hold on to things, mm. and um, that even the whole idea of remember but don't forget is. I mean, I think sometimes we should forget terrible actions. Maybe not have relationships with people that bring bad things to our lives, but we should not hold on to them. Yeah, forgiveness is not like oh, what you did was okay, and you can come back in my life. It's like. Forgiveness frees you up, so you're not yeah. carrying the, you know, it's not really for the other person, it's for yourself. Yes. It's like, it, it's it's basically saying, and as, as sarcastic as you want, though, is, is like saying, thanks for the lessons, <laughs> you know? Wow, you were a real asshole, and you've taught me all this stuff, and um, I forgive you, and I forgive myself, and working through that process of it, but I don't need to see you again. Yeah. Because like you with the stuttering, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, this whole PTSD idea of how this stuff gets packed into our bodies. We yeah. hold on to it in ways we don't understand. And then it plays out in these kinds of strange ways through p- speech patterns, the way we might flint, you know, or ticks. Who knows? I mean, there's so many different ways energy finds its way of bubbling out. Mm. Yeah. And that also, uh, it was like I ha- I didn't have to go through. I went through that. It took me going through some things as drastic as that to to even treat myself, like to go and have a massage. But I was having to go for a massage because I was in so, so much pain. Yet some people just go for the pleasure. They're not in pain, you know. Mm-hmm. And it taught me like I should be treating myself more often, like whether it's going on my hair done or you know, I'm not extravagant with it or my nails done. I never used to have anything done. I put my hair, I'd never do my nails. I know some some women spend a fortune on nails and pedicures and stuff and I don't do all that, but you know, it's good to treat yourself. Yeah. And whatever, whatever that is, because it can play out in different ways. Yeah. Different ways. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, treating myself might be like going to an antique store and finding some bobble. You okay. know, but because I'm not a nails, but I'm an artist, so I use my hands. These are cut to the quick, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah. Um, or just having a massage because it is healing and it's, but it's like, God, did I really have to get to this level to just go and have a massage for the sake of having a massage? Well, touch alone. I mean, touch is, touch is a very big deal. Mm. Yeah. Now I'd have one every day if I could. <laughs> Ooh, honey, I'd have a houseboy. I've tried to talk Steve into it. <laughs> <laughs> they have massages at my office. Wouldn't take my much convincing. <laughs> my neighbor had his sister living here last summer, and um, she was giving me Indian <laughs> Indian head massages. Like If I wanted them every day, she would have done it. Like, they were, the, oh, you didn't need headache tablets or anything if you had Indian head massage. She got the coconut oil out, and yeah, I don't, full I don't think mass- I'm familiar with Indian head massage. Yeah, full body massage if I wanted, it. and she wouldn't pe- take any money. But I used to buy her stuff. Dad Tony always used to give me Dutch rubs. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's your name? 
Is that a, a, include a soapy? <laughs> what, what? No. A, a Dutch rub. It's like a sounds naughty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Indian burn. Indian burn. Indian burn. <laughs> you guys. Oh yeah, Chinese burns. Call them. Yeah, I think every every culture that you're not has has a similar <laughs> activity. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best massage I've ever had was a Thai massage. That was amazing. I've never had one. I've never had a massage. Really? Oh my word! You've not lived. I haven't either. <laughs> so, if I can, you never even with a partner had a massage. Well, no, I... that doesn't count. Like if she's just rubbing no, your back. No, those do count though. That's touch yeah. and rubbing. Okay, it's, I've it's, had half-assed massages. I've had a, a lazy rub on my back a few times, but I've never had like a professional massage from a trained. Yeah, I, I get you. Yeah. I don't like to be touched. It hurts. Really? You don't like massage, Sherry? No, they hurt, and I don't like it. Wow. I mean, from wow. a partner, I've never had a professional one, so I can't say. But I imagine it's going to be a lot rougher. Yeah, no, 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 sorry. some of them are like the um. Was it the it Vietnamese? Oh my God! I can't believe one time I felt like I got beat up. <laughs> okay, Sam, I don't like that when they really chop you. Yeah, I get you round eye. That's not relaxing. <laughs> I almost like it when it does hurt a bit because you feel like they're actually doing something. Yeah, there's a line. There was like one though. I I can't remember. I think it was the Vietnamese massage or something where it's just part of it where it's really really super rough. And then I did I did feel better later but it was rough i was sore i you know it was like did i get in a car accident or what and this woman was tiny (laughs) they're a lot nicer in the spas yeah thai massage is delicious i love it that was the best one i had one in egypt and i i thought oh this i heard what they do and i was like oh this doesn't sound very relaxing but it was the best one i think i've ever had So what else do you do to pamper yourself, Trish? Oh, pamper myself. <laughs> um, that's a difficult one. What else do I do? Well, I haven't, you mean not on like, I mean, I'm not a big like, over the top with hair and nails and stuff, but you mean aside from having doing my nails and yeah, like, not like not for the outer world, which is uh, hair and nails, really, like for yourself. So, and I mean that can be like, girl, that can be like getting down on the ice cream in the night. Getting down on ice cream. <sighs> oh. What do I do? I don't know. I like a good glass of wine, nice wine, which I know some people might say they might not think that's healthy, but then I'm not really a big, I don't really eat ice creams and chocolates and cakes and stuff. Yeah, that's not my idea of. uh... I guess those fall more into guilty pleasures in a weird way. My guilty pleasure would be to binge watch some. There's a program in the UK called The Only Way is Essex. And anybody listening to this now that knows it, I love watching that because I just love the fashion and the makeup. And the only thing I don't like is the arguing and the drama, but I've just, it's my guilty pleasure. That's how I feel when I watch Supernatural. 
<laughs> like man <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> or celebrity big brother or something like that uh, yeah, or, or survivor <laughs> So See, we all we all have that. something like this. Yes, we do. Around the closet, somewhere around in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, something like that. Probably like celebrity, or I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, or the Big Brother one. I have one. Dead Files. I love the Dead Files. Never watched Dead Files. Oh, I'm cool. aware of it, but I have never watched it as well. And I used to like the. Um, I forgot what it was called, and I forget the woman's name. I think, it, I think it was Teresa Caputo or something like that. Oh she yeah, a psychic, and she would take stars who were on A&E's other show who talked about ghosts. They'd clip them out and say, "You go go on this other show and talk about your ghost." And this psychic would help resolve the issue, or help them remember what happened and resolve the issue if there was one. And like Roddy Piper was on right before he died. <laughs> <laughs> That was kind of weird. Oh, I'd they say were, one guilty pleasure I like is having a duvet day and just watching movies and just like chilling out all day. A duvet day? That's a favorite. Yes. A so duvet like a, day. A In the bed with the heavy cover on. Yes. Or on the oh. sofa with the duvet. Yeah. With the duvet, which is the cover, you know. That for men, that's a duvet. And preferably if you've got a friend with you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Maybe then with that glass of wine. Duvet day, yeah. Preferably with a friend or a partner if you're married. Yeah, Andre, Anya was there, so I could have done that all day yesterday. Jerry's got a fantasy going. No, I don't. <laughs> it just sounds like it. <laughs> you keep you keep returning to it, Jerry. Oh, I, she set up a partner, a friend. I mean, male. I'm not into women. All right. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> guilty pleasure for me. I'm strictly is... dickly, too. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was James's guilty oh, it's pleasure? true. <laughs> I wasn't suggesting chips, anything. Oh Potato God. chips are your guilty pleasure, James? Dude, I can't stop eating them. Yeah. Man. Is that your guilty oh, pleasure? Not just yeah. I don't have like tons of junk food, but it's it's chips. I, I'm like a chip connoisseur. I I'll like Chris. I'll try them all, man. Yeah, yeah I do too, James. They're <laughs> especially hot. I really like the super yes, hot. The ones. hotter the better, dude. Yes. No, hot's terrible. Because hot hot coming out is the worst ever. <laughs> hot snake. <laughs> you're oh, so you're hot. not. Oh, you're not. You're not prime then, Steve. Yeah, Those yeah. of us people that are have grown up and loved hot food all the time, it's, oh, no, it. nothing. No, yeah. I'm not spicy yeah. hot stuff. No. Oh, spicy would be better for me. Yeah, yeah same here, Jerry. I'm down with the spice. Because Maybe we don't need the spice, Steve. I don't. We no, don't no. need the spice. Digestive tract quite a bit. Well, the spicier it cleans out them worms, cleans out them parasites. Yep, that's true. Fire in a hole. I, you know, I, I'm convinced. <laughs> right. That's right. Convinced I have you know, parasites. You know, Blowout advisory. You know how people used to, uh, or they still may, uh, clean, put lime in their coronas and things? Like a yes, tea. lime and salt. Okay. Do you know where that originated from? Um, they, Mexico in to Mexico, disinfect? In, well, South America, wherever. They leave the beers out in, in you know, the open air until they were used. So the cans would sit in the sun, they'd go into this cooler. They weren't ever clean. The guys would use the lime to actually clean the crap that was on top of the can. Uh, ah. Ew. I didn't well, there know you that. go. 
birds can <clears throat> But I love the taste of the lime and salt in like Tecate, especially Tecate, one sure. of my favorites. But lemon's really good in like a, a good vice beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So is an orange. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at Steve's cat. She just came up and gave me kisses. Grimstake just goes and dicks out. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got, I'm all eyes. That's terrible. Oh my goodness. I need to leave y'all. I mean, it's pussy cap. That's a good way. I know. That's like what, three, two and a half hours? Yeah, we can wrap it up here. Thank you, Trisha. I was having a little moment there. I thought it was cute. Yeah, she was. She came up and touched nose to nose with me. (laughs) Oh, mine does that too. And then she sniffs it and she bites it. Okay, they say our pets are a reflection of us. Mm-hmm. No, the other one never bites me. Muska sniffs mine, but she doesn't bite it. <laughs> I had a great idea for a story. I got to tell Leonidas today. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, uh, Trisha, where can people find you? They can find me at my this is my website, which is www.trishagalda.co.uk or on YouTube. They put Trisha Gelder in, they'll find me that way usually. All these links will be in the show notes. Yes, they yeah. will. I would say on Facebook as well, but I'm maxed out on Facebook, but then I'm trying not to encourage people to connect so much on Facebook with me. It's a toxic <laughs> environment. Yeah, get off of it. You should delete okay. your account. No, it's not so much that. It's, uh, they, they start to send you private messages, and then, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying not to encourage the Facebook thing. You should convert to a, a fan page and just close your personal, yeah, yeah. Your personal account mm-hmm. to a fan page. It'll make Can your you life easier. Put new, I did that once. I put numerologist in the name and they converted my page overnight without, like, I had no choice. <laughs> it's it's for your safety, you know. I'd start from scratch. It's for your safety. Mm-hmm. I have been thinking about that because Failed was talking about it the other day. And I think we came to the conclusion I like page was fine, but the other was not healthy for me. Hmm. Well, I think we were using the rods on that one. I was there. Yeah, you were there, yeah. And you were there? And you Jerry's there. always there. And you were there? Always. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Trish. Yes. It's been great. No, it's Thank been you. fun. And I'm glad yeah. that you and Nish got to talk. I yeah. know. Yay. And I love Trisha. Each other's vibrations. Mm-hmm. I love Sorry. you, Trisha. I'm sending you lots of love. Oh, you too, Nish. <laughs> I thank miss you. what Jerry just said. I'm just saying thank you to everyone before yeah. I yes. bow out. And thank you, thank Grim you guys and James for doing a swap cast because you guys are so awesome. Yes. Love Thanks. you guys. Yeah. Tons of love. Thank you for having we me. We love you more. Oh, you make it very it. easy and relaxing to do it. That's what we do. Yeah, just hanging out. The whole point. Yeah. You did say hot cum. I heard it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clip the ISO for you. Hot cum. I said it. <laughs> no, no, no. J- uh, Grimstick did. Oh, hot cum? Probably. You said hot, something hot coming out of, and it was hot. My Lord. Oh, yes. You could totally get hot cum out of that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. Oh, you guys. I love I, you guys. You can't love tell you if I'm going mad. Look, it's starting to really show where my sunglasses oh, yeah. are. Yeah, it has since we've been on air with you. See, it's getting like, redder and redder. Mm-hmm. That sunburn and being drunk totally. 
hot. Oh, oh God, talk about sickness, though. No, but like at a resort when oh yeah, I'll Not drink really. it all day, coming all like. Get some stroke. <laughs> Wait, get some stroke. Now, <laughs> some stroke and something. <laughs> Stroking. <laughs> totally kidding. Oh, you guys are funny. All right, that's a wrap. Killing it. Okay. All right. Good, Good night, <laughs> everyone. Good night, Good night everyone. Night-ish. Five pink flamingos and a few flamenco dancers. They're in the kitchen and they're baking day of the dead cookies. And I step into the kitchen and I'm like, let me have a looky, see what kind of cookie you're cooking up. And they're looking up at me skeptical and I point next to my spectacles. And I'm wearing a maroon Harvard t-shirt Yeah, I know I'm a smart cookie, but I'm no psychic You can come and ring my bell But where we're gonna end up in the future, I can never tell I can never tell Me and five of my best friends my enemies We're at the coffee shop And we're settling our differences Benjamin Otto Pulls out a game of Chinese checkers And he orders a cappuccino And I pick blue and he picks red And you pick yellow And I'm wearing a tie-dye peace sign t-shirt yeah, I know I'm a peacenik, but I ain't no hypocrite. You can come and ring my bell. But where we're gonna end up in the future, I can never tell. I can never tell. One bell. One man. With my sense of smell, I can smell the salt in your tears And I can sense your fears You're hoping for a bit of divinity In this worldly vicinity And you understand the fragility of the human vessel And you sit Indian style like a pretzel And you levitate to a transcendental state when you meditate and you levitate to a transcendental state when you meditate. And you levitate to a transcendental state when you meditate. And you levitate to a transcendental state when you meditate.